Welcome back to Podcast 572. As always, I'm your host, Kyle. I'm joined by my two friends, Dan and Matt. It is our 50th episode. And in light of it being our 50th episode, we have a special guest joining us. For in being the fourth chair, it is original co-host, Eric. Oh, my God. Hey, what's up? Where's where's the air horns? Well, I I don't have sound effects in here. (laughs) There you go. It's a big, there you man. Go. It's a big just return week. We've got CM Punk, Randy Orton. Right. <laughs> CM Punk Eric. came back and I was like, Eric, you have to come back. CM I'm Punk not, is like, see, back. like episode 50 and you don't have a soundboard. What are, what are your sponsors paying for? <laughs> we don't have any ads yet. And I've been. If you want to sponsor us, I'd be more than happy yeah. to use that money to buy a soundboard. Perfect. Go right. get the old like well, Arnold I'm, soundboard. Remember those? I'm happy to be here without the a last, soundboard. The last soundboard thing that I had was that Smackbox thing for the 360. Oh, I remember which that. Which we talked about. Oh, before. Yeah. Which would not, like work a robot, in, man. would not work in 2023. I don't think that's so, anywhere compatible with current technology. I'm pretty sure anything. that also – well, I'm pretty sure also that would be against terms of service in 2023 on, on Xbox Live. So, Well, who knows what their terms of service actually is. Things, Things you could do with that thing. You're actually like, owned oh. by Phil Spencer. Like the, seven, you. the seven strike system of uh, Xbox. You mean on page 182 <laughs> of those terms of service? Yeah. <laughs> it says that Phil Spencer is just your dad. There no you matter go. what. No matter no who matter your what. dad is, it's actually just <laughs> Phil Spencer. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and kick off what we've been playing. Uh, I will I will start. I have finished Alan Wake 2. Um I'm not. I will not spoil it here because I, I. I know when we get down to Eric, you you recently played Alan Wake Remastered. That's right. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. Other than uh, did I? Did I? I cannot remember. You can remind me, Dan. Did I talk last week about how there was the musical segment in that game? I'm pretty sure you talking? did. Okay, no, yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure you did because you've been telling okay. me about it ever since. Okay. Then. Well, that's like the best moment in a game I've seen this year, but um, I finished it. I've completed it. I, I loved every single minute of the game. It is my game of the year. No, nothing's going to top How it. How long did it take? Point. It took me granted. I did. You know, here's the funny thing. Like I did what I did with control where I kind of ran around and collected everything, but it's not like control where you can go back easily to places. Oh, okay. it's more linear. So I missed some stuff. So like I you if you're paying attention, you can easily get everything done in one run. But mm. I like the game so much at some point I will want to play it again. So I only missed a couple things like in terms of like picking up stuff. But okay. for me, and I spent a lot of time looking around at stuff in that game. It took me about like six, like 16, 17 hours okay. to do the whole thing. And like, I like it's that seems like a lengthy time for a single player game, but it, I felt it was the perfect length given the story. 
because you, you're also going back and forth between two character stories. So you that have was pretty close yeah. to what I spent going through the first one remastered. Re- I think it was 14 hours, maybe. OK, um, and, and I, I think, you know, I collected what I came across, but I didn't go out of my like way the pages stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Did, oh, you know, it's something a caveat to that. Uh, that does include the two DLCs. Okay, so, fair. Yeah, yeah. They I are they are going to do DLCs for this game, but they I they're not announced yet. So I'll wait until the first one's out and I'll buy that. So I can see where they will. I was it ends in a way where like yeah, you could you're going to get an Wake three. I'm sure I'm sure this game was pretty successful, but also I do want a Control two. So now I think that this that's is probably done, next, right? So the next, so I'm sure that is like the next single player Isn't thing. The they're also thing. So that is just a co-op thing is what they're calling it now. Oh, okay. Um, but that's all they've really said. It's And it's uh, it will be a paid, like, you buy the game experience. It's not a free-to-play okay. thing. That's fine. So whatever that originally one has kind of shifted to this co-op experience, which is fine. It's set in the same universe. So I imagine maybe it's like you are agents of control going out on a mission. That would make kind sense. Of, okay. Very Be much part, like this. Yeah. Because, like, Alan, Alan Wake 2, like, like I said, as I said last week, it is not only a sequel to Alan Wake, it is also very much a follow-up to control gotcha. you are kind of like if you if you know anything about control this is like th- the biggest altered world event that the bureau of, bureau of control has ever dealt with okay so that's why they've been keeping an eye on you know alan wake trapped in the dark place as it's called for 13 years but where does so. it fall with quantum break see that's the one game where like i they could tie it in if they wanted to but I don't know if they will because uh, the guy uh, was it Sean Ashmore? Sean Ashmore, yeah. yeah. Okay, he's a character in this game. Really? Oh, he is. So he his his character arc is is funny. So like he is the sheriff of the town, right? Okay. In the very beginning of the game, once you once you can get past playing as the the uh, victim, as I told you about last week, and you take over Saga Anderson, you meet him as the sheriff and then when you go down into the morgue to see like the body there's a weird thing that happens where he just fucking disappears it's very twin peaks like okay so then what happens is when this all happens and he disappears he shows up in the dark place with alan wake and he shows up at random times so like and you'll know that he's coming up missed opportunity yeah. So, well, wait. So you know that he, you know that he's going to be around the corner because he's whistling. So you hear like a whistle. Okay. And it's like, oh, that dude's going to be behind this door. And every time you meet up with him, he has like a whiteboard where he's trying to figure out how to ex- escape the dark place. And he's just like, it's like we're stuck in a dream. I can't figure it this out. This really like, seems crazy. like a missed opportunity. It does to make him it a does. quantum break like, guy. You could. I mean, I don't know. They still could. They still could. I guess they so, could. But like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have just made more sense if they could have just like. Now, Quantum Break was a long time ago, and I don't remember if I finished it, but it really feels like they probably could have shoehorned him into this, too. I mean, I did. So I did. I've actually recently been looking to go back and play through Quantum Break. I remember, like, not hating that game. I thought it, it was fine. It wasn't quite what I wanted it to be. Like, control got aspect, it there. The TV show aspect of Dragged it slowed it down. It down too yeah. Much. yeah. Yeah. It did. So um, the other thing I'll tell you here. I guess it, it, let me let me ask this because you put it on your list too, Eric. Have you finished Control? No, I just okay. started it up. You just um, started it. Okay. last night. Yeah, okay. yeah. So let's just say that pretty, a, pretty early. A, I'll I'll say this: the um the brother in that game. 
Okay, so, you Dylan. know, like, yeah, yeah you're Dylan. Okay. He talks about, like, the person, he talks about, like, the entity or the person that's kind of, like, been manipulating him at a certain point in that game. That uh, I I don't I haven't I haven't okay. run into I he's only been talked about as I I'm, I think I'm only okay. I think he's been to the flashback sequence yeah okay I think it's no, that yeah that character is in this game and is very much the villain they are setting up is like maybe a bigger villain that's super cool yeah For, I, I would love to see because I mean it sounds like and, and, and I won't say who it is because you do not know until the end of the, like towards the end of the game mm-hmm. when you kind of figure out like wait a minute. This guy is not who he seems to be. It's very cool. But then I was looking at stuff on Mike. So I'm like, man, this guy's name sounds familiar. And then they tie it into control because they have um, they have an agent from from control. That's like obviously in this town because all this this shit's going on. Right. And and they yeah. From the F. Yeah. Because you so your character Saga Anderson is FBI. She's never heard of the FBC. So when all of a sudden at some point they kind of just come in and crash the party. And then she's like, she has no idea what's going on. It, yeah. it is I don't, the game is wild. I can't <laughs> so, wait to play it. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm the other thing that's cool. I, have you seen? So you're pretty early in control. Yeah. Um. Do you know anything about the uh, band that plays the song in Control, the Old Gods of Asgard? Well, I know them from Alan Wake. You know from Alan Wake. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they are yeah. a huge part of Alan Wake too. Okay. huge part yeah. of Alan Wake 2 with multiple songs multiple songs during that game are it, it is amazing <laughs> so um Alan Wake 2, I, I cannot recommend it enough I mean Control Control was my favorite game of of 2019 Mine so, too, and, yeah and I I did not go with, like I'm not a huge fan of the original Alan Wake to be fair like I, I thought it was okay when it came out I recently replayed it before this one and was like eh you know I this new one I just absolutely adored every minute of it so um highly recommend it I won't go any further into it because I, I really don't want to spoil it especially if you're working on control right now so but I the only thing I would say between the two is like control so like control has elements of Twin Peaks and X-Files that leans more towards the X-Files and Alan Wake 2 is very much Twin Peaks it would be the easiest way I can describe the two like straight up Fine things that they borrow yeah. are ridiculous <laughs> so um and I also like it's not I wouldn't say it's uh, scary, but it is like a lot creepier than the first game. So they yeah, do a lot of cool yeah. stuff in this one. That's fine that by me. Yeah, I can, really well done. I'll so, be OK. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, love that. The other thing I've played about half of and I, t- I paused because I felt like I was blazing through the game too fast and I don't want to finish it right away. So I've kind of put it on a little pause, but I'll, pro- I'll honestly probably play more of it this weekend. RoboCop Rogue City. So I had, what was it, last week or two, two, two episodes ago, I was you know struggling to get a copy of this game because it sold out everywhere. And then finally the copy I ordered shipped. Um, it is a massive love letter to RoboCop. <laughs> um, it is, I, the way I would describe it, it is what the third movie should have been um story-wise like obviously we know it, it combines events from the first two movies so like they have that nukem drug from the second movies in this game the main villain of this game is the villain from the first movie's brother that has come to oh, town okay. to kind of uh fuck shit up i guess the way i would describe why, it why did you love um, my brother with acid why exactly. <laughs> you actually so you actually get to revisit the the scene of where that happened in the game oh good 
where he it's explodes all over the windshield. It's pretty good. They still have the uh, they still have the chalk outline from where they killed you. It's good in the steel. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good because he has like a, a flashback sequence. Because once again, like the movie in this game, you ha- there are elements where you're having like some problems with your system. And you start having those flashbacks and stuff. So um, the the biggest thing I would say is like you have to go into it. Obviously, if you're not a fan of that 80s Robocop movie, I don't know why you would play this. But with with knowing that, like, you know how Robocop moves. He's big and clunky. You hear the douche, douche, douche when he walks. So like as a shooter, it's not fast. It's kind of you know slower paced because Robocop's not you know sprinting. They do you do get a dash later on. Yeah, he's not speedy, Um, but you do get a dash move like later on. It has a skill tree. This is a Robocop game has dialogue choices. That's weird. (laughs) So, which is crazy. Yeah, like there's different. uh, There's a bunch of different side quests and stuff you can do. Also, it's a very like if you if you're going for achievements or trophies or whatever your thing is, very easily obtainable game like it's not challenging at all to get that stuff so uh, but i played about half of it and the part i just did now i fought with uh an, e- an ed 209 and then he turned against me and i had to fight him that was pretty rad so um and they they did they totally do the thing from the movie where like when that ed 209 like starts getting corrupted there happens to be a police guy there and he just fucking mauls that guy with bullets and it's it's literally just like the movie and i was like whatever you can do it that's fine like uh so i've had a blast with it i'll probably finish it uh this weekend but it's it, it is everything i would want a robocop game to be and it makes me now want to go find a copy of that terminator game that the, these people did because apparently that's really good too. It just it's kind of hard to find that Terminator game, like a physical copy of I'm not it. Surprised. So, that's that's um, the way gaming is going, man. It's getting hard to is. find physical copies of anything. Well, by day one. That's for sure. Um other minor things that I played, uh I so the Dragon's Dogma, um when we'll talk about Dragon's Dogma too in the news, but Dragon's Dogma, I was gonna do like PC and then switch back and forth to like between my Steam Deck and PC. That's not the best option. <laughs> So part of it is like if I want to do PC, let's say I want to mod the game. Those mods aren't going to carry over the Steam Deck and your uh, save is going to get corrupted. So I can't do that. Um, the other thing was I, I experienced some weird that game without modding it has issues if you have a high frame rate monitor because it's old enough that it would have those types of issues. So like the first time I loaded it on PC it was fine. Next time I go back, it's just black screen, black screen. I had to go dig oh, through man. some Steam forums to find out, oh, you know, boy. oh, this game has problems with high frame rate. You can mod it to fix that. And I'm like, well, that doesn't that doesn't help me. So I went back to the the Xbox version, the or whatever that came out a couple of years ago. I played a little bit more of it. I don't know if I'll continue it because I feel like Dragon's Dogma 2 very much will be like like the next dark souls where it's like a spiritual successor and there'll be a lot of quality of life improvements that dragon's dogma going back and playing that game 10 years later, there's a lot of things that need improvement. <laughs> so, um, but it, it is a really cool game. So, and then the last, the last two things uh, you talked about it last week. So I decided to do it. I bought those two uh, Power Wash DLCs, the SpongeBob one and uh, the Back to the Future I one. I haven't done the SpongeBob one just because I don't um, care that much. But Back I don't either, one, but I was like, if I'm going to do it, 
if I'm going to do it, I might as well do both. So I've done the Back to the Future one. I completed everything, all the all the achievements. Yeah, there's and not a ton. It's, it's that's pretty much just play through. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. Really fun. I enjoy. Like I enjoyed. I didn't realize at the end that the train was going to fly away. Yeah, that was cool because <laughs> so, like the little extra touch. Because like that game has tiny little things like that, but the extra yeah. touches of like you know the car leaving and the train flying away and like the Jaws hologram and stuff. The Jaws hologram. Yeah, really cool it's just too. fun extra stuff that. If you like the movies, it's just a bonus um, for you. And I don't know how this will be on PS5, but the SpongeBob. So I started that tonight. I played just the first level is just washing SpongeBob's house. And yeah, I think it's it's SpongeBob's house, Patrick's house and Squidward's. It's like that whole street. So you have yeah. to do their three houses because you're technically like underwater has frame rate issues like getting close like just getting close to things and then shooting water when you're already underwater just kind of messes the game a little bit so we'll see how it goes with other levels but uh otherwise it looks really cool like like it really looks like you're in that cartoon yeah even even the structures so you know how like they'll put down structures for you to climb and stuff to yeah to uh clean those are all made out of material from that tv show that's cool and it's really cool they do they do really good work on on that kind of stuff and that's why like you makes know, me want to look away, at those ones that don't have well they gave away stuff that was like free which is cool but like they actually put in effort to the paid ones yeah and yeah they're short but i feel like it's worth it like the spongebob one i'll probably go back and get it at some point um especially now that power wash is just going to be a plus game uh, yeah, this that. month yeah so, it's like cool. I, I have a physical copy i'll just put that away and then this way i can just kind of always play power wash whenever i want to and i don't have to put the disc in anymore well, like the reason I went to one. Power Wash is because I was going to buckle down and buy the most recent uh, House Flipper DLC they put out is now on console. But then I was reading that it's like super broken and that killed my mood. But I was like, yeah. I want to play one of those games go. right now. And I was like, I'll, I'll do. I remember what you said about the Back to the Future things. So I, mm-hmm. like, I guess I'll get these. So I did. So Back to the Future is done. I'll do. I'll finish up SpongeBob. And I'll be good there again until whatever they do. I hope they do more. I'm sure they will. Like, it seems like they've been very successful. It's the kind of thing so. where they could just keep it going forever. I think as long as they get interesting properties, it's totally worth, like, continuing yeah. for as long as they But I feel like they've been doing a good job with doing that, too, based off what you guys yeah. are talking about. It's yeah, it's, it seems like every couple months. doesn't really yeah. need, like, a sequel. Yeah. Not until it gets to a point where it's like, okay, we have an engine update or something where we need to, where we're forced. There's new tech or something, or we yeah. can make things bigger. Yeah, there's there's... <laughs> make that water look more realistic yeah but. yeah um and then the final thing and i, I only did this because i happened to turn on turn on my system one night it popped up on the recent like release to game pass and i was like oh i guess that's a thing they did they released a 10th anniversary update for killer instinct yeah, i saw that they did that that's wild um and that, that was enough for me to be like all right i should revisit uh, Killer Instinct, which it's about sixty gig download. Oh so, God. which oh. I, I, my connection it didn't take long, but like that's hefty. So, uh, playing that, it uh, <laughs> um, I don't think it looks that be- much better visually with like the Series X enhancements. That that part of it was kind of disappointing. But what's cool now is that it has all the characters unlocked. So even the DLC oh. ones, I forgot oh. like. The Arbiters in that game, General Ram from Gears of Wars in that game, the Battletoad, one of the Battletoads is in it. Um, there's this really weird, creepy, I, I kept calling her the Ring Girl. I'm not sure what <laughs> oh, she's I, supposed I to be. I think I know what you're talking about. But like, her, 
she, like she moves her head around like her neck's broken and it's very creepy. Okay. So, um, but yeah, they, they added a lot of characters to that game. So I briefly looked at it. Um, and then I was just kind of having fun because like I unlocked an achievement for playing this one character that I went and looked at like a lot of these achievements I unlocked 10 years ago when that yeah. came out because it was a launch game for the yeah. for the system. Yeah. So uh, but I had fun with that. And then I was like, I- I'm good here and deleted that. But like it, even playing a couple matches like that was a very competent fighter. It was like, they, back then. Like it yeah, was it was very it good. Played very well. So I'd be cool to see them do Nintendo. another one. <laughs> well, but uh, it play it plays very well. I would like to see them revisit that. Maybe they're trying to drum up interest with this 10th anniversary edition. So yeah, uh, I don't know. That might be one of those things where I, they just never go back to it. If it so, ain't Tao Fang, I don't want to mess with it. Yeah, there you well. go. You need to see those bruises. <laughs> <laughs> I will kick it over to you, Dan. What okay. have you been playing? Uh, so I mean, since last time I really haven't played anything new. It's been mainly focusing on finishing like a dragon, and I did finish the story of that. Uh, what yesterday or the day before? I think yesterday. Okay. Um, man, that game is phenomenal. It's just it's it so really good. is. It's it is so fun. so good. It's just it's it's insane how much I, I was thinking about this yesterday too. Like the the amount of stuff they pack into these maps are relatively small compared to most games you yeah. ever play, like yeah. Red Dead or GTA or anything like or that. Or even like if you compare it to a Dragon Quest game. Like they're yeah. tiny maps to an yeah. actual dragon quest. Very small little area maps, but like they cram so much yeah, to do and so packed. much story and like major set pieces into these small little areas and it just never feels like it's a small game. It's just it's just it's such a huge game. Well and I, and, I think it it's like probably like one of the most like genuine like games I've ever played. Like it it's just like it it knows exactly what it is. It knows who its audience is, um, and it they just writes, wrote a great story. Yeah, and it like, writes a really strange line of being like very dark and serious and emotional, but it's also bizarre and uh, yeah, you know, and just goofy, strange and weird, and and it toes that line. Yeah, like so well, it goes um, in and out of all of these different like things within a couple scenes like you fight yeah. an excavator at one point in this game like you're literally <laughs> you literally fight a, a tiger a bear you can fight a giant roomba at I one point of the in this game. yeah but then at the same time like the final like cutscene eric and i were talking about it like it is oddly emotional like yeah. just because there are a lot of twists in this game and like you know spoilers for the for a what almost three-year-old game at this point yeah, yeah. but like the twists and stuff they do where I told I texted Eric like right after it happened to me like the dad reveal in that game. Yeah. Where not only do you reveal like the one guy is not the other guy's father, but you reveal he's your father because you were like born on the same day in the same circumstances. You were like, in the you were in the locker next to yeah. the other baby. Uh, well, yeah, it's, never, yeah. it's never <laughs> telegraphed that like you're the baby or the other guy's it's the baby or what's twist. actually going it's on. Really, yeah. They actually do the reveal. You're like, holy shit. Because they do that and like the, the concept the twist, of everything like at at the very very end of the game with the main mm-hmm. antagonist is yeah. like like it's just really well done and surprising um and and i, I unfortunately i don't know his name but whoever the voice actor is for kasuga um really like that goes just hard he goes, goes real it is hard. such a, a great performance it's one of the best that i've seen like it is yeah. like he's just so into it um 
yeah i i it is i i have played uh in order every yakuza game um and i love kiryu a lot because i've spent seven games with him yeah um but ichiban is such a great well, um, kind of person to, t- to like pass the torch to. You and, well, like, you and I were, I think you and and even Kyle and I were talking about it, where they do something better than most other like franchises ever do, where they can create a main character and make you instantly like this person. Yeah, and like you just are, you're on board, and yep. they have three of them, and they're all different like types of characters. Yeah, and they're all good. It's yeah. like it, that is very hard to do. It's also <laughs> yeah. very hard to make you care about each individual like side character in this game, but they do a great job of that too, including yeah. people like who aren't party members. Um, I think the only gripe I had with the game, and we talked about it again yesterday, Eric, where Aerie is like a she's not a required character to get in the game. Like you can complete the game without having her in your party, but. I feel like most people playing this game, you get her fairly early. You get her before you get the last two people. It's pretty quick, yeah. Yeah. Because you get into the management stuff relatively soon. Right. At the beginning, a couple so, chapters in. So it's a little strange that after that point, whenever you're watching like a cutscene that plays in game, that she's not there. Yeah. And I she's just that, ne- like anything story she's not related. She does like yeah. it's never brought up ever again. But it so it kind of feels out of place considering the production quality of this game is so good. I really feel like. They could have done like two versions of cutscenes. Well, and the majority really of like just your off. finances in that game is from that mini game. Oh yeah, like, that's you, how you, you can, can get, afford most you can of the get stuff money in other game. places. But I mean, like if you're going for a hundred percent completion list and you have to buy every weapon, like some of those weapons are two, three, four million yen. Yeah. Like you, you have like pound mates cost a million a pop at the end right, if you want right. the good ones. Uh, so it's like you have to utilize that mini game. So like, I can't see anybody at all going through that game yeah. where they don't at least engage with that enough optional. to have her yeah, in the party. It's right. really not optional, and she becomes part of your party immediately upon like starting that. For the most part, right? You right, basically yeah, agree to not, sign up, and then she's ready to go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but it, also it's odd that she how good is exist. that mini game though? The mini game is really good. It's fun. It Amazing. gets a little tedious towards the end once you've mastered it. Yeah, and you can I can finish a negotiation thing and a couple button presses, but <laughs> um, yeah, once you have all SSR employees, you have your team set up and, and it's just kind of all yeah, running yeah. by itself. Yeah, but it's still really good. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the better like side things to do in the game. Uh, yeah, I just I, mean, I just love everything. I mean, I have the premium adventure unlocked now, so I am going to try to do this like True Millennium Tower, which. It's by all accounts, up. is unbelievable because up. this game does require an odd amount of grinding. Like there are parts where you do have to stop what you're doing and go yeah. right yeah. because you the will game hit, will tell you very you quickly, hey, yeah. <laughs> you're here too soon. Yeah, <laughs> you hit walls. Like when you first fight, when you first when Majima shows up, I'm like, oh, this this doesn't seem so bad. It just seems like it might take a while. But I then he the clones himself, and then that, that other guy like, jumps in, and he's like, "Man, shit, this is gonna take forever." Well, it's like <laughs> I, I, I didn't can, mind the grinding. Like for the most part, like some like the grinding most fine. most JRPGs are like really, really, really bad about telling you where and when and how much grinding you're gonna have to do to complete yeah. a part of the game, right? Um, so I felt like when you mentioned the production value earlier. Like I feel like one thing they could have done is if you have a task in your log, it's like. Hey, you should be level X 
before you mm. do this. Yeah. Like how hard is it? Like just put it in there. It's like, hey, you should be in this level range um, and, and then you'll be fine because otherwise if you go into it, you're going to spend you know, three or four fights beating your head against it trying to figure out like if it's even possible for you to yeah. do it yeah and then you get to the point where you google it and it's like okay you need to be 15 levels higher it's like oh right. well i wish i knew that before i started and i wasted two hours of time well but, and the game you know has a very like diff not i wouldn't say difficult but like it definitely has a built-in like weakness and like strong against things and if you it doesn't telegraph the, that well. If you hit, yeah. if you hit people with the wrong type of damage, it just takes forever. Like you yeah, can still win. Yeah. It's just like they'll resist everything. They'll do no damage. And, and these are like the most like nitpicky things, yeah, right? Like the game, like is, the game is so good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's just like when you when you spend 120 hours with a game, <laughs> it's easy to identify. Man, I really wish this quality of life thing was different. Well, I told you my main like gripe that. is it's another one of those games, and it's like Final Fantasy 13. It's a it's a system that pisses me off. Or like the main character dies the fight's over right anybody else can get knocked down as many times as you want and that doesn't matter but if you go down once and everybody else is still up the fight's over i had that twice happened twice with the final boss and it drove me insane you mean like not the final boss but like the final challenge right because like the stuff that happens after tendo is mainly just kind of yeah yeah story yeah, fights. yeah, no, yeah. nothing with uh, with aoki like yeah. it, it was all with tendo um yeah he's got that one hit kill and i had two fights that i literally he was one hit, I, I i shit you not like two hp away from going down it's like oh here's my right arm punch dead oh yeah, started shit. all over from the beginning he didn't hit me with that but then he hit he hit oh, what psycho with it and she went down and went oh fuck that was the move that's that's the <laughs> so one then, yeah. yeah so the next time you put the right arm up i was like oh, i pretty i prayed to god that he would not hit me with that. <laughs> yeah if you target anybody else who cares yeah, but if you hit ichiban matter. like it's bad mm-hmm. but if you have a sacrifice stone you're fine but yeah i put one on just for the hell of it even though yeah i didn't need i it, wound but. up not needing it of course yeah. like the third time that i tried it i wound up not needing it because he didn't target me but yeah whatever that game's incredible that game's and, so good uh, like I'm, I'm gonna i'm happy to play more of it to try to do I, you know there's some sub stories i'm missing and those are genuinely interesting yeah um you know, and then obviously, like it, this is just going to make it so that infinite wealth is even crazier. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> that, so yeah. that map is three times three the times size of this. Large. <laughs> and it, like talking about like the density of how much stuff they packed into this. What are they going to pack into that? Oh my god! Imagine. It's also fun because it's a it's a new map. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Because like I just played Lost Judgment all, not long ago. That's the same map. So yeah, just the fact that it's a new map is amazing because every other game kind of follows like the same general area so like i knew where i was going without even having to think about it so i'm excited for like you know hawaii and all these new maps and like they've been putting out some clips of some of the new stuff and it is yeah crazy the you see the one where like cool. the guy had like he shot somebody with a squid that was like a special <laughs> move <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's amazing have just, they, has this excited. studio ever done uh a map of like any part of america before I don't think so. I don't think so. Not that I can recall. Oh, no. Fine. Eric would know so, better, but like I don't. <laughs> so this would uh, be interesting. Yeah. No, I mean it's like. It's going to be. Yeah. That's, I'm it's also interested to see like. For all of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see like how he gets there and like because this, this one kind of ends at. I don't want to say like a weird point, but like he kind of walks off and like, you know, everybody's kind of right. standing there. I'm really so interested what, in I want to fill the gap. Yeah. Like yeah. why he's there, why Kiryu's there. Uh, well, well, I, I don't know if you've watched the most recent like story trailer they put out like either yesterday or today, but 
even in that trailer, it's still not clear. No, yeah. I don't. So think like, gonna, there, there's clearly a fine. shot of him like getting on an airplane, and then the next shot is him waking up naked on that beach. And I'm like, it's gonna I, be like, like a chat. How do we get there? Yeah. If if they do it, like, <laughs> it, man, if they do something like where it's like a, a hangover esque thing where you spend the whole game figuring out how you got to Hawaii, like I'm. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, that it'll be like cool. a chapter twelve reveal. And he can't have he no can't clue because he yeah. doesn't have a passport or documentation, so he's stuck in Hawaii. And you're and you're <laughs> broke you again, and you got to work your way up out of the, the right. homeless camp again. You got to yeah. you got to get Love infinite it. wealth. Yeah, I'm excited. Like, hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, like fantastic game. Um, I probably should have played it sooner, but I was still in that like lost judgment mode. So, um, but yeah, I got more to do and I don't know if I'm going to finish this tower, but I'll try it. Uh, the only other major thing I played was I did play more super Mario RPG. I'm about, I think I have two of the stars so far. I haven't played a ton of it, but um, open to you. It's still, it's still really good. I will say like as someone who's played the first one a lot, or the original a lot original. there are a couple things here and there that i that kind of irked me about it maybe it's just because i'm so ingrained to like the first one but like sure i said it last time like the music is slightly off yeah or something like the music is just not what i remember as much um but that that's okay i can kind of get over that they changed they've changed characters names and i can't I don't understand That's a little why. Weird. Like the first main for like localization or something. No, they've changed them from the first game. So like the first okay. major boss you fight in the original is the knife guy Mac mm-hmm. in the castle, and the the whole thing was like, oh, it's like Mac the knife. You know what I mean? Like that's a reference from thirty years ago. But his name now is like Clay Morton, and there's no <laughs> there's no reason for it. That's I cannot weird. figure out why they would have had weird. to change this. Yeah, there's that's, it's that's just weird. it's just when it when it came out, I was like, oh, I'm going to go fight Mac now. And it comes out, it says Claymore. And I'm like, what? Yeah, did I have that wrong the whole time. I don't understand. But it's that's a little strange. Um, really has been much else different so far. I mean, I've I've only threw the second star and like, you know, doing the the Bowyer fight again is great. It's a little different this time because that's where they finally introduced like triple attacks okay. in the game, which is neat. Because uh, so far, the like the little like bonus thing where like, you call Toad in to give you something hasn't really been worth it most of the time. Not at all. Yeah, I just don't. I, I almost forget to use it just because it seems kind of pointless and yeah, it's so random. Same here. But now that it's triple attacks, it probably actually seems like it'll be a bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it's still it's still Super Mario RPG. It's still super, like really good. I also kind of feel like this one maybe is like a touch more difficult i don't seem to be leveling as fast that's interesting yeah it's a little it's a little weird because like i'm only like level seven and i'm through two bosses and that seems low it seems a little low yeah yeah maybe i just used to over level all the time but um like i I have had people die more often but it doesn't really like slow the game down it's a little weird like there's there's parts of it that are are different like it's made by somebody else for sure but it's still a great game it's it looks incredible you know, I getting getting finally getting Gino and like going through the little thing with like the dolls and stuff was fun. Yeah, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. So it's 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 great. It's Super Mario RPG. I'm, I'll probably have it finished by the next time. But it's something yeah. I plan on looking at probably when we're on when we're on break here. Yeah, and uh, then once I think too is like I haven't played a ton of it. I'm already on two bosses in, and I'm <laughs> almost kind of doing a low level run. So I don't think it'll take me that long to finish, but. Um, it's yeah, it's great. I love it, but that's pretty much it for for stuff I played. By you, Matt. 
<clears throat> well, talking on Super Mario RPG, um, I just defeated the booster, who okay. had a guy who has Peach. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it's funny you talk about that leveling up thing because I kind of noticed that too. Like, I already got Bowser. Uh, you know, I'm about to get Peach, and I'm at level nine. Yeah. See, like it's there. weird. And I looked online because I kind of forgot where the back door entrance was to the castle. Okay. Okay. So I was like, all right, where the hell is this? I was like, I know I'm missing it, but I couldn't remember where it was. And I was watching this other guy play, and his level was like 15, 16. (laughs) And I was like, maybe I should go back and like just start running through some enemies so I can build my experience back up. So I actually think that's what I'm about to start doing. I think I'm going to jump into the other... Earlier maps and like just start running through people so I can boost my experience up because I kind of feel the same way. Like I I die a lot, but it doesn't really like stop me from being. Yeah, I don't fail. Like people die, but I don't fail. Exactly. Um, It's just odd. Like and uh, there's definitely like a a weirder. Like some enemies are definitely like tougher versions of enemies. Like they will take far more hits than a normal one would. Um, it is kind of weird because yeah. I fought the same boss, like not the same boss, but I fought the same person or the same like crystal thing twice. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and in one one match I got like ten damage off of him with Mallow, and then the next match I got like one. Yeah, so Mallow, like, I Mallow really almost hits for nothing. Yeah, yeah it's not weird. for shit. Like it, I was like, wow, okay, why is he so weak? Um. But I think that's what I'm going to start doing. I think I'm going to grind just to kind of get past it. I do like, I agree with you. That Toad Assist thing is really kind of not worth it. No, essentially. it's too random. Yeah. But when you do get to the triple attack part, the cutscene for that is pretty cool. They're pretty good. Lie. Yeah, it's pretty I, good. I was pretty dope about it. Um. But yeah, I mean, like like Dan said, it's Super Mario RPG. It's it's a lot of fun. I've I've been enjoying it, and I think I actually think my son might be interested in playing it, which is kind of cool. That's cool. So he asked me the other day. I was on it, and he was like, "Are you done with it?" And I was like, "No, not yet." And he was like, "Oh, okay." So I think <laughs> I'm going to offer him to play it once I'm done with it, so that yeah. he can try it. We're kind of going through I mean, the same thing in my house too. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> then. That's it for Mario RPG. Uh, I jumped into Elden Ring. I know that's kind of like, uh, yeah, probably not a game I should be playing. Uh, <laughs> you know, Ratatouille on Game Boy Advance to Elden Ring. I don't there think it's the same thing. What a, what uh, a jump theme. up. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got a friend of mine who's beat it like three times, and he's been really on uh, on me about playing a game together. So I was like, well, I mean, shit, you've mastered this game. Let's just jump right into it and start playing it. And uh, <clears throat> I have died probably like 20 times, and I'm only like <laughs> 30, 40 minutes into it. So it's so like, you probably just run around like the beginning area. Yeah. Like I just okay. got out of like the cave area into yeah. like the landing. Okay. And I got murdered, I don't know how many times by fucking tree beard. Yeah, and uh, um, I finally just was like, "Fuck it!" And I ran, I ran the opposite way. I, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like literally running around. I think the, the map. thing that is 
a lot cooler about Elden Ring versus the other Souls games is you can kind of other Souls games like it it, it kind of becomes apparent like okay you kind of need to follow this linear path to to yeah. get things done you don't really have to do that in Elden Ring okay. you can do a lot more explore it's much more open so like gotcha. if you if you start in that opening area and you go right and that you're hitting the uh, tree beard or whatever. I think he was right, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you get just fucking destroyed by him. You can go explore the left side of the map for a while. And uh, there's there's crazy stuff over there. I remember when I started it, I went left after getting my ass kicked by by that guy, too. And I ended up winding up in some like crazy cave with these weird creatures. Like it, <laughs> That game is nuts. So It is insane. I will say like the enemies on it look really cool like they, yes, they're they really dope <laughs> so i am kind of excited to kind of get into it and i'm actually kind of glad to have somebody who's a way higher level than me it um, should be a lot easier to play co-op in that too because like that's the other thing those games have always had like a really just awful way of of playing co-op like if you want to specifically play it with somebody because they're really designed for like okay i'm gonna throw down this stone and someone random is gonna help me with this boss or this area Elden Ring's yeah. different. It's more, you know, it, you can do co-op more. So, yeah. But uh, I would, especially if you're not like a huge souls person and you, you maybe uh, don't like dying a lot <laughs> and get angry. Dude. It might be a good idea to have somebody there to guide you through. Well, I mean, I, I finally was like, I need to peel the plastic off of one of these games. I bought two <laughs> black Fridays ago. So I was like, let's just jump into this one. There you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm into that. So I think I'm going to try to link up with him and try to play more this weekend and maybe next week, too. Um, the other game I decided to buy because it was on a Black Friday deal was Sleeping Dogs, the definitive edition. Yeah, okay. Um, I saw a couple of videos on it randomly on a TikTok. And this dude was talking about the combat on it. And so he was showing a bunch of different like things you could do. And I was like, well, damn, that actually looks like a lot of fun. So uh, ironically, when I found it on uh, Black Friday, it was like four ninety nine, And I was like, yeah, shit, yeah. five bucks. I'm in. Like, let's do it. And uh, it's a great game. It's a yeah, great game. It's I'm really probably good. like yeah. an hour into it. Like, okay. He just got, you know, he went to jail, got out of jail. And now he's like trying to come back in. That's where I'm essentially at right now. But the combat on it's been fantastic, man. Like, I am really enjoying it. So I'm hoping I can maybe knock out some more of that this weekend um, and kind of get into the meat and potatoes of it. So I can't remember. What was the deal with them not making a sequel to that? Was it, was it like legal THQ stuff? stuff? There was some kind of weird. Yeah, wasn't it THQ? I'm pretty sure it was a THQ game. So um, kind I of believe stuff. so. Wasn't it? it? It was successful, I'm pretty sure. And yeah. they had yeah, talked was... about doing a sequel, and it's just—I think it fell through because of the THQ stuff. Well, wasn't it also? Say. Wasn't it like a spiritual successor, like the True Crime games? Wasn't it that is. like the yeah. thing? Yeah, it that is was a like True Crime Hong Kong or something. And yeah, something they changed like that, it. Yeah. yeah. So it was a cool game. I played it when it came out on the 360s. When I, played I played the. I never played the remaster version. of it, but I'm sure it's you know even better. Yeah, the remasters. I'm, well, I mean, I never played the original, but what I'm playing now was a lot of fun. I think they even gave me a remaster to that at like a GameStop conference once. There you go. I think that was like the game, the physical game they gave you when you were there. Thing. And I mean, heck, four ninety nine for that and the DLC that they had. I was like, yeah, not I'm a bad, not a bad let's deal. Run it. 
not a bad deal. But that's that's me in a nutshell this week. All right. Well, now Eric's going to go over the last two years of games he's been playing <laughs> since he hasn't been here. That's where there he's been. <laughs> yeah. This is why I couldn't be on the podcast is because so I was having bu- to play all these games. So busy. Too yeah, busy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I've been playing a lot more, actually, because I, I used to be pretty uh, rigid about what I played uh, where I would only have one game. Uh, going at a time and i didn't want to start a second game until yeah. i finished that game um but then i was running into walls i was just getting frustrated i think yakuza kind of broke me of that because <laughs> yeah. if you're just like beating your head against yakuza over and over and over again like mm-hmm. no matter how good it is 100 hours of the game is a lot of time of the game yeah especially those um, games like if that's all you're playing man like that is yeah i all I you're found, playing i i found i i enjoyed it a lot more when i took infrequent breaks like for a couple weeks from the game and then i'd go back to it um so anyway yeah uh with all that that's why there's kind of a weird hodgepodge um like a dragon i don't need to talk about it more it's really really good it's my favorite yakuza story out of all of them so far um it is not my favorite yakuza that will always be zero because it was my first one and the soundtrack and just Everything is so good about that. So that's my favorite. But story-wise, this one is the best one, um, hands down, easily. Yakuza 0 Um, doesn't have that incredible ending song from Like a Dragon, though. Oh, my God. Ichibanka. (laughs) That's such a good – it was so crazy. So good. So, so, so good. Um, Yeah, that started playing, and I immediately pulled up my phone to Shazam it so I could add it to my Spotify. There you go. Um, Yeah, that game – that hell of a game. Yeah. so yeah, like in between, like a dragon getting that wrapped up, as Dan said, I wrapped that up yesterday. Um, I wanted to because uh, Kyle and our friend Tyler um, and a couple of the people just been talking about Alan Wake, um, <laughs> and that got me thinking that I got that uh, they had that PlayStation Plus is free Alan Wake remastered, and I was like, man, <laughs> I have this for free. I should just play this. Um, and it was my third time playing through the game because I played okay. it through originally on 360 and then on pc some years later and now this one um that remaster is really good it plays a really good remaster of it yeah it's so it's very faithful uh bugs and all (laughs) to to the (laughs) original game and that's really just around like uh platforming because platforming in that game is not very good there's Um, not really much platforming in the new one Okay. Like, yeah, which so. is probably for the best. Um, you could tell there were a few concepts in that original game where yeah. you they were trying to kind of make it coincide with what was coming out in that era. Yeah, um, for sure. With all the guns that you have, because I like I don't know if you have a whole bunch of guns in Alan Wake Two. Not really. Um, it's yeah. it's pretty much just a handgun, shotgun, and a crossbow. Okay. All right. So, so that's uh, it's about it's the same number, but like I feel like yeah. at some point you have like twenty flares and twenty flashbangs <laughs> and all this stuff. You're like loaded, um, but uh, still a great game. Uh, I still really like the DLC, the second DLC episode of that game. The first one is fine. Um, one the of signal. them had like a little too much platforming. One of those DLCs. Well, to, to be fair, that and is that's where the it gets kind of one. broken. Oh, okay. that is, that is the second one. But, okay. um, I like that one because they do really interesting environmental stuff with that okay. one. Cause that's the one where you use the flashlight to shine on the, the words, and that creates okay. like objects and like obstacles in the environment oh, when man. you shine your light on the words. <laughs> You're gonna like um, Alan Wake too. Oh, so. I, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> There's so, so much crazy stuff in that game. 
so yeah, that was that was really good. Um, and then yeah, I cracked into Control. I had played it originally when it came out, <clears throat> and okay. then I, I I got distracted from it from something else. I don't even know what it was, but for some reason, I just never picked it up again. Okay. Um, so this was finally. I just started over. Um, Are you playing the Ultimate Edition? Or yeah, whatever? the Ultimate okay. One. P- the, I wanted to play it on PS5 because I remember it being the kind of rough on PS4. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, there was definitely some choppiness on the PS4 and a lot of yeah. 30 frames per second. So um, much, yeah. mu- much better. It should. They should have waited a year. I still think to put that out on new consoles. Probably. Yeah. Because probably. it it yeah. really works much better with all the powers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really cool. It plays so well, and it, it, the performance it, is is top notch. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So pretty early in that, not not too okay. much in there. That game um, only gets more and more wild. So yeah. No, I'm, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. I I think the la- when I played it, um, I got to like that like central tower part where they have okay. all of the um objects of power in different yeah. cells and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I th- I think that's about where I left off. Okay. Um, so. It was maybe a third of the way into yeah, the game. Yeah, that's still pretty early. Like that. mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I still got a lot to go. Um, and then something – I don't even know what kicked it off, but I got it in my head that I really wanted to play some B-tier first-person shooters. Okay. Um, and like I didn't want to play – you know, I know what it was. People were talking about Call of Duty. Uh, okay. People were talking about Call of Duty, and I'm like, man, I do not – I want to play a shooter, but, but I, I don't do want to play Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Exactly. I just don't. Um, so this luckily coincided with the Black Friday sales on PSN. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had the Serious Sam collection, the first okay. two Shadow Warrior games, and then that Warhammer 40K bolt gun game. Um, oh, okay. All, all right. of them all pretty cheap. Um, have you played that yet? The Warhammer? No, that oh, I'm okay. saving for the, the end of my really first good. person journey okay. as a little treat for myself. It's really um, good. <laughs> so I've never played the Serious Sam games. Never played any of them? No, okay. no, I never okay. had. So they're, I finished. They're really cool. Uh, first encounter. Uh, that game okay. um, is very demanding. Of it you. gets they like get hard. You, like you have to pay attention and be like yeah. on it. Um, yeah, no, that game is really fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, my personal favorite line of dialogue is quote <laughs> Let's get Let's get serious. Um, <laughs> and then near the end of the game, your computer pal, you get to the final boss, and your pal is like, "Hey, you shouldn't face him. He's really serious." <laughs> and I'm like, "Man, this is stupid. This, this. this is so stupid." <laughs> um, but uh, that was fun. I started second encounter, but just a little bit of okay. that and mess around with the chainsaw and that. Um, and then Shadow Warrior, I originally played um, the original Shadow – or I'm sorry, not the original, but the remake, the 2013 one. Um, uh, like PC? On a, yeah, on PC. I, pl- I played it for an extra live stream actually. I kind of remember ago. that, yeah. Yeah, I played it from top to bottom on that. Um, I really liked it uh, when I played it then, um, and I still like it. Now, the only thing is that the first game, do not play it on console. Um, because the performance is fine. Um, but has anybody in this group played shadow warrior 2013? Not on console. No, I played on PC on PC. Okay. So you remember like the sword combo attacks that you kind of have. Yeah. So uh, at least on the PS five or the PS four, whatever, those were all tied to the (laughs) touchpad. 
No, so, that's bad. And, <laughs> and, no, oh, and a directional button. Ooh, so in ooh. order to do – so you either had – I'm sorry. Let me roll that back. It either was a touchpad or a directional button and a face button. So ooh. you either have to double tap left and then triangle and or not- like trigger or something like that. It will charge up the thing or whatever or swipe left you, on the touchpad. You know why that is though. It's because the era that that game came out oh, yeah, for, for console sure. was the era where Sony, because that was the beginning of the PS4, that they kind of mandated like you got to use this touchpad thing. Right. Right. Before it just became it the was, pause button slash you can scroll around on the map of your game. I got like, I got used to it by um, by force. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's not good, uh, but but I got through it. Um, I eventually, uh-huh. weirdly enough, started using the touchpad um, <laughs> as that was actually easier than using the stick. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, beat that game. Uh, no interest to collect shit in it, but that's just no. fun. Uh, the writing is horrific, um, but it, it, <laughs> it, the play is a lot of fun. That is some good. of the – oh, boy, that game is of an era in its yeah, writing. Holy sure cow, boy. That's like <laughs> – it's like proto Rick and Morty humor, and I'm like, holy okay. shit, man. This okay. is like – ooh. Um, <laughs> And then I started Shadow Warrior 2, and have any of you played Shadow Warrior 2? I've not played Shadow Warrior 2. Boy, um, so that's a different game. Okay. Um, It's still a first-person shooter, but it's an RPG. Like, you're turning in quests, and you have stats and character sheets and equipments. Like, it's – I was not expecting it. Like, I knew they added co-op and other shit to it. Mm -hmm. But I had no idea that, that there was a deep leveling system and all that. And I was like, oh, uh, there's a okay. third one, right? There is a third one. I okay. think it came I out so. last year. OK. Um, still the same main character, Lo Wang, um, <laughs> and his trusty Katana Little Wang. That's good. Um, oh, gosh. It's very stupid. Um <laughs> But uh, still really fun to play, which is really what matters to me at this point. Um, and then Diablo 4, I have put 256 hours Gosh. into that game. Um, I completed the battle pass for season one. I completed the battle oh. pass for season two. Oh, wow. Um, nice. I really like Diablo 4. Um, Diablo 4 is my, really good. It's my good. problem with Diablo 4, and this may just be a me thing, um, I felt <laughs> like I had nothing to do after I finished the battle pass. Yeah. Um, so once I fit, cause I had like a very solid goal of like, all right, well, I'm going to complete all of these challenges to unlock all the levels in this battle pass. And those were fun to go for. Cause that's usually like, Hey, do all these special dungeons or, you know, it kind of forces you to do all the different shit that's in that game. Yeah. Um, but once I finished it, I finished it at around level 80, Um, and in order to do like Uber Lilith or Uber Durandal, any, any of the new, um, bosses that they added in season two, you need to be level 100, um, or or at least very, very close to it or like perfectly leveled or or have a crew of really strong people. Right. Um, and I had a, I have a pretty strong necromancer that's built for playing solo specifically. Um, so I could probably grind my way out. I just didn't want to. Like once you finish the battle pass, it's literally just doing side quests, repeating dungeons and um, and doing like world events and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know, like maybe it's just me. But like once I kind of wrap up the battle pass and I did the same thing in season one, I stopped. I was like, okay, I'll wait for season three and I'll do it again. Um, 
you know, because I really like playing the game, but I don't know. I don't know if they need to make the battle pass longer or if they need to add more to it. Um, Probably need to add, just add a lot more to it. Or, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what they have to do with it, but um, they got to do something to kind of make it so you want to get to level 100 um, and do that, that yeah, end-to-end game stuff. Some kind of incentive just to hit that. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like there is, because right now, really, the only incentive is finding uber-unique items and weapons. Okay, That's mm-hmm. really it. Well, this so, would be the first you know. time I think this specific team of Blizzard has done a battle pass for a game. Like Diablo, um, Diablo three didn't. Ha- I don't. Did Diablo three have well, battle passes, or they I, just had I seasons read somewhere? And I may be misquoting this, so if someone emails you in a future show, uh, you can <laughs> tell me later. <laughs> Fuck um, hard, Eric, he's wrong. Yeah, like, no, I was, so I was under the impression that a lot of the people that developed Diablo four are current or former WoW developers. Okay. Is okay. that like I don't I don't like, know I, I don't know they, I think they came I from a lot surprised. of different places is what it yeah, was yeah because I know there was some people like bitching about like some of the ways that some okay. of the bosses are structured because they're like wow bosses where they take fucking forever to kill yeah I could see that. um and if yeah. you're playing by yourself like I uh, you probably none of you well maybe you guys did you guys ever fight Varshan the boss Varshan. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. remember. What does he look like? He's like he's like this weird vampire guy in a cave, and he's got this invulnerability where he just can't be hurt while he's doling out area I kinda, attacks. I kind of remember that. He yeah. sucks, and he's like yeah. a critical boss in season one, and he's oh, one God. of the end game bosses in season two, oh, and God. he is desperately unfun to play against. Oh, <laughs> like it's just like not enjoyable. Um, so I think just like that kind of stuff, creating incentives for it post and end game stuff and like making some of those bosses a little bit more enjoyable for solo players <laughs> um you know yeah I'll, I'll go back season three i'll see what's he but i have to wait until the end of january for that so is that one it is okay. yeah it's a three month season it's Oof. super long um considering yeah. and this may just me being diseased but i finished <laughs> that battle pass in two weeks right um so it's like all right well I'm just gonna wait, I guess, until but season I, I three. But I also feel like I also feel like that that is even amongst like the hardcore Diablo yeah. people that play that game right. constantly. They're finishing it in the first week or two. And oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. When I was playing, and I was at level like sixty ish after the first week, week and a half, and there were people already level one hundred. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, you've done a lot more than me. <laughs> um, so um, that's everything on console. Just a quick couple quick hits, and then you, what, I know I'm taking up a lot of time oh, here. You're fine. Um, yeah. I picked up Disco Elysium on PC. It's something um, I've always wanted to look at, yeah, but I've never. Yeah, it was, it was ten bucks, um, oh, and I've bad. been interested in it just because it seemed. Um, I'm not traditionally really into crpgs um yeah. they're just a little bit too technical for me for the most part um I, it depends like i got really into um divinity and divinity okay. 2 uh original sin specifically yeah um i really like those games uh but they're really really hard um so disco elysium seemed much more story-based and decision-based um and it totally is that um and it, it's pretty open with kind of like how it lets you play like you you yeah you start off the game uh waking up from a, a bender in your apartment <laughs> um naked 
uh, just in your like tidy whities or whatever. And you could choose like, all right, do I start figuring out how I got here uh, in my tidy whities around town or do I get dressed to this apartment? And they add like really obscure like stat bonuses um, okay. <laughs> that are not like traditional like dis- dexterity or char- charisma. They're, they're like stat bonuses, like understanding of equations and um, understanding of physics and like other things like oh. that that like um, work into conversations and how you talk to people. I know um, that that game is mostly about dialogue. Yeah, and like choices which is really that you cool. Make, it's which it's is really cool. neat, yeah, and okay. you kind of like pulls in your party members. I just have one right now, um, but like I have a super long, just like lat, like list of like super menial seeming things to do, like pay your tab at the hotel, um, <laughs> or like call in your position to the because you're a police officer calling your position, and then all of a sudden takes a hard turn. Like Yakuza, bring the hanged body down from the tree. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no. Oh, this body has been here for a week and kids are throwing rocks at it. Oh, dear. (laughs) Um, But that game seems really cool. I'll keep poking away at that. I'm sure that'll take me a long time to get through, but I'll keep poking at it. Um, And then my old standbys, uh, Civ 6 and Stellaris, are still out there for me. I'm at hour 800 in Civ 6. Oh, Um, yeah. And our <laughs> 400 in Stellaris. Stellaris. Um, so, so Civ 6 hasn't changed terribly uh, on the front end for a good amount of time. Um, mostly back end stuff. Um, they are starting to do um, like regular challenges in that game where it's like a few weeks and it's a very specific scenario. Okay. And uh, it's like a monthly challenge for everybody. Everybody has the mm-hmm. same starting scenario and you have to get the highest score or victory or whatever um i started it the problem with a lot of those scenarios that are built into civ is that they are um built in vanilla civ 6 um so they don't have any of the extra um quality of life stuff from the expansions yeah um and you cannot use any of your mods um, and Ooh. I don't use any oh. quote-unquote cheater mods. I all, I use all UI stuff. Um, okay. So it's all just like UI improvement, trade improvement, um, just to make some of those systems a little bit easier to navigate. Um, so all that stuff gets taken away, and it's vanilla, so you got none of the extra stuff from Gathering Storm or Rising Tide. I think No, there's another one that I'm forgetting. doesn't matter. Um so yeah, it's fine if you're really yeah. into it. Um, I'm not a pro player, uh, so I played a little bit. I was like, no, I want to go back to my baby boy games. Um, <laughs> and then Stellaris, on the other hand, uh, I feel like every update I play that game, uh, it is a massive change to the UI um, okay. of that game. So um, I won't get too into it because it is so stupid technical, but the way that they get into like managing your individual planets and governing your sectors and planets and managing your fleets and everything like that, it's a lot of really, really good quality of life stuff. Um, So just like it's still really complicated, but uh, Paradox is really good about putting a label 
on literally every single button in that game and telling <laughs> you how it relates to the other buttons in that game. Okay. So it's like, okay, I have this resource. I don't fucking know what this resource is. You hover over. It's like, <laughs> this is this resource. You use it to buy this. This is how you, this is how you make more of it. And okay. it has that for literally everything. Um, it's good to know something yeah. no man's sky should have. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's really good about like, so it's, it's a shitload of text and like the, the learning curve is very steep. Um, okay. so just, just be like, if anybody wants to try it before warm, there is also a ass load of DLC. There is so okay. much DLC. There I've is seen so that, yeah. much. So, I mean, most of the critical updates, they're all in the, the, base version of the game um the main stuff that they add is like race um race types um and then uh, a lot of the starting scenarios so you can have a starting scenario where like you don't have a home world uh all that's left of your um civilization is one piece of a ring world that survived (laughs) destruction and you're you're starting out figuring out a how to operate a piece of a ring world find the other pieces of the ring world put them together um and just like it completely uh segues your origin and kind of how you okay. play the game um, that's crazy it's really cool it's, it's that's i love that game that game is so 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 cool um and so deep and lets you be really cool and like a savior of the galaxy or um do you think they really ever make cool, a sequel or they just keep updating this game? i think they do i think they do okay. like at, at this point um like paradox always makes a sequel but all of their games okay. have a really long tail um, okay. look at i mean look at how long city skylines was around um, the Before original the like, one. to the yeah. two one ju- just came out that first game's yeah. been rolling for like a decade with constant updates and dlc um so i would imagine that stellaris one probably has another four or five years on it okay um and then we'll probably see a stellaris how much, how much money point. are we talking in terms of dlc for that game like hundreds of base dollars? game um no i would say but the DLC goes on sale pretty frequently, except okay. for the most recent one. So the most recent one will stay at twenty bucks, um, and then you can usually get. I think there's like five or six like primary DLC packs, okay. and those pretty consistently go on sale for ten bucks a piece. And then there's maybe a dozen or so just story packs. So it's kind of like the Sims, if you want to look at it like that. Okay. Um, where they have like story packs that are literally just um, species, archetypes, origin stories, and random shit that can happen in the galaxy. Um, okay. So no like systemic stuff. So it's all like story and like flavor to however you're playing your game. Okay. Um, that's cool. So if you want to focus in on just like the base DLCs, at the end of the day, you probably spend a hundred dollars for the base game and all the primary DLCs at this point. Okay. So if you're not in it at this point, just wait for a game of the year version that has everything. <laughs> there you go. That. Yeah. <laughs> just just do that. Uh, that's everything. That's uh, everything. Done. We can kick over the news. <laughs> yep. We can kick it over to news, and we'll we'll start it with the biggest news item of all the news. We have a time and date for the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer, and it is not at the Game Awards. 
Oh, they didn't it want is. it. It's too. There, there was to ne- it was never going to be. No, unless it's... it was like the closer of the show, kind of like yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like I feel like how... Rockstar has the power to be like we reveal this where we want to. Well, that's it. and that's, that's, the main, like... that's the main thing about it. Like unless unless it was going to be the closer of the show, like how Rebirth closed Game uh, Game Fest or whatever. It wasn't going to be a Game Awards. And I just like the, the, the amount of power that they have is to the point where like they literally just put this out, these these messages out as tweets. Like, well, hey, we're going to do it this day, this time. It'll be up. Well, and the other thing like, now, too, is like who gives a shit about Game Awards? It's remember they dropped the Grand Theft Auto trailer. So that's, unless, unless something major happens at Game Awards, which I can't see there really being anything that's even – close to this level what would you what would you rather have had this trailer come out a couple days before the game awards or the day after if i'm rockstar i want it today i want it before you want it before okay yeah like i said nobody gives a awards so it'll drop tuesday morning 9 a.m eastern time um no idea if they, they just labeled it trailer one uh, no idea of you know are they are they going to throw an actual date on this? Do you think or what do you think do you, it is? Do you think it's like a two minute CGI? I think cut it to is a song kind of a thing. Probably like I always think back to the GTA Four trailer, which I want to say the original was it was like a minute long. It broke the internet. Yeah, um, yeah. and that had a date. And that was very much a situation like this where it was like, hey, this is out in April. And then remember, it got pushed to like a week or two. Right. So I it, Rockstar, at least at this point, it really seems like they've been doing this for a while when they release games. It's kind of like it'll be out within a six month period. We already know that the period of when this game is coming out is between what March to April of the next year, their fiscal year. So. Um, I, I mean, for me, if they're putting a trailer out now, they're putting it out at their own time. It's not the game awards. I could, I could easily see this game coming out like April, May of next year. Possible. And, but I mean, it doesn't matter when it comes out. No, and this is also a game where like, (laughs) we, we talk about it a lot. We're like, we're tired of them announcing games years before they came out or whatever. This is the kind of thing where they could be like, it could say fall 24 at the end of it. Everybody'd be like, okay, fine. Like it's it's not this isn't one of those ones like Elder Scrolls six where oh we fucked up kind of a thing by saying anything. This is a here's two minutes. It's a song. It's GTA six. Here's the logo. It tells you where it is or at least like what it's because it clearly looks like it's like Florida again. Here it is. It's a song. It's Vice City. That's the trailer. (laughs) But yeah, but but it just seems like it's Florida again, which is fine. And I'm uh, super into going back to Vice City. Yeah, it's been long enough. So now I've thought about a little – so we talked about a little bit in in text earlier Mm -hmm. today, Mm -hmm. and I thought about it because, like, I was really into the idea of it being in the 80s again, right? It's like, okay. I don't think it will be. But, but, well, I thought about it more here, okay? I'm imagining Rockstar's take on modern Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know what? I thought about that. I'm like, all right, I'm in. Let's go. The other thing is like if it's Florida, I think a cool thing to do would be like, yeah, it's like southern Florida, like Miami. But then it's also like Cuba and something else. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's not just because obviously this map is going to be bigger, right? That's the whole thing. Do do something great. Like like, this is probably stupid, but like let's say you have – Three cities, right? Let's just let's just let's just take a uh, San like Andreas approach, right? and then so yeah. you have like a Vice City, you have a 
a Havana city, let's say, yeah. and then maybe something that's on the panhandle. Uh, well, like so you like could maybe, even go, you like, could like New yeah. Orleans or would Louisiana. be a cool place yep, to go exactly. to. Yep, yep. But that could, that's something I feel like you could say that for like this is a DLC expansion, like oh, for sure. Like oh, bring back Gay Tony. But but a there cool thing, but a cool thing to do would be like if it's like Florida and like the Keys and like Cuba and like those islands. Yeah. Then you bring back like you know the puddle jumper planes, and it's your flying yeah. to these islands yourself, and all this kind of stuff. Be pretty cool. Oh yeah. The, oh, that'd be oh, that's a great plan. They awesome. did the Florida it, Keys. Yeah. 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 You could do, do some tons, weird tons shit. of places to go, and like Here's maybe there's next... a territory thing about it, like how like the Godfather games are, where like you you kind of take over like these islands and stuff. Here's my next thing I throw out. Do you think this game has a fully cooperative campaign? Being that it's already been leaked, no. it's, it's two characters. So I don't know. I don't maybe. know. Well, GTA Five is three characters. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like they really focus on and Red Dead. It follows Red Dead too. They they focus on making a complete giant single ass, player complete story. Single player. You may see it from different perspectives and play through it different ways. Sure. But it's meant to. This is meant to be for you, especially since they have an already established online world. Right. Yeah, for sure. Guys, so, I have I have a trivia question for you that's related okay, to well. this. You ready? Okay, I didn't I didn't know this. I just learned this forty five seconds ago. So sweet. <laughs> How many Florida keys are there? Oh god. It's gotta be over a hundred. There are eight hundred yeah, okay. Florida 800. keys. Holy. And there so I mean like if you think about it in that context, right? So if we do Southern Florida, we do Florida Keys, there is also this is I didn't know this as well. There is a bridge that connects oh, yeah. all of the keys. Yeah, so I've been, you, down, I've been okay. down to that. We didn't go across. There is a it is a seven mile bridge. It is thirty five thousand seven hundred and sixteen feet long. And it connects the mainland of Florida to all of the Florida Keys. That's terrible. Wow. Uh, so I mean, you want to do something fucking insane? It's like do it where you have. Yeah, obviously you're not going to do the final mission of that game is you got to drive this bridge or, and there's fucking or, or do do something insane where like let's just say you have 100. Let's do 50 even, but yeah, each 50 50 keys, but each one is like an enclave or like a cult or something like yeah. that. I was like something like there's fucked just, up that you have to explore. It's like a dungeon. There's you know? a lot like, I feel like they could do with like a, a mainland and like an island heavy map. Yeah. Yeah. Where like there's tons of little things. Did they have that? In, I, I never played Vice City. Did they have that? Like violence or anything? No, no I was Vice City is pretty just, just made in comparison. Like you go back to it today, it's it's relatively pretty small. I want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, it was even smaller than GTA 3's map. And then obviously you got San Andreas was the big like this is really huge. But it, I think San Andreas is that is that still the biggest? San Andreas? No, GTA Five is bigger. Five than is it bigger? Actually got okay. Yeah. Okay. I haven't played five. And so I, um, I keep waiting for the keep pissing me off on PSN because it's like, ooh, Grand Theft Auto's on sale. And I'm like, I have zero interest in the online. Um, sure. But I haven't played the single player since it originally came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have it on PC, but I never, ever, and this may just, is probably a me problem, let's be fair. I could never get that game to run well on PC. I'm um, not surprised. Yeah, I, I just I it's couldn't do it. It's a pretty demanding game. It, yeah, and I just like I got to the point where I was just frustrated with it. I was like, I just don't want to deal with this. Um, 
and there's a point where I just get tired of tweaking settings so that I get that perfect 60 all yeah. the time. The, um, the stuff that they updated yeah. for like the PS5 and Series X version of that game, I'm pretty sure it runs at 60 now. Well, that um, was my thought. And that was where I keep getting pissed off. It's like, oh, it's on sale. Just kidding. It's only the <laughs> online piece. You want the story? It's $20. Like, oh. Um, well, that's all I want. So can I just have that? <laughs> you know, online, you obviously where they make the money, man. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So, so here, here's my final yeah. devil's advocate question on GTA 6. Do you think they make this a digital only release? No. Mm. You don't think it's, I don't know. It's too you big. It's too I think big. it's too big, and I think they yeah. want that physical, that, that, the physical that sales of that game. It's so like that game is so culturally ingrained. Like it's up there with like, yeah, it is yeah. <laughs> outside of like elder scrolls six. This is one of the few games that like, there will be a demand for it physically. And so yeah. like, like people, we talk about how midnight events don't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. There will be a midnight, midnight event for this. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, uh, for everything else, like Madden doesn't even deserve a midnight event. Well, anymore, like, like, this is a cultural milestone game. Well, and we've yeah. we've talked about it before in Everybody the past too. Of like about Grand Theft Auto, the new Grand Theft Auto. Like, if there is a game now that will force people that is still hold out on getting a new system, it's Grand Theft Auto. This. Absolutely, this is, because, because there's no way this hurt. game there's no way this game comes out on PS4 Impossible. and next. No, there's no way. No way. There's no way. So, well, I mean, even Red Dead Two like had moments where it, it, it like it struggles on modern hardware. You know, yeah, like it, it, does, it's, it's, sure. it runs a bit way better than on PS4 for sure. Um, <laughs> but I mean, even then, it's like, well, all right, wait, there's no way we can get this on current. You know, yeah, no. And I, and is, I, I think Rockstar knows that is not that decision is not going to affect their bottom line at all. No, because like I said, you're going to get those holdout people that go, oh, GTA 6, I guess it's because Let's take a tally in this this room, in this podcast. (laughs) We have four people. Cumulatively, how many copies of Grand Theft Auto 5 have we bought? I've bought three. Uh, (laughs) I have bought two. Four, I think. Wait, did you say six, Matt? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> so you're six, the winner. So nine, uh, eleven. How many four. for you? Four. Oh, fifteen. So okay. So yeah. Think about that then, right? Like, so there's four of us, but they've sold fifteen copies of their game right. to us. No. Yes, like, they have. That's just it's they how it, it's how the game. Well, that goes. That part of that goes to shelf life. Part of that goes to. They've spanned multiple generations of for this. Sure. And this now. will like, too. Yeah, this and this will oh, yeah, too. For like, sure. you, you think you think the wait between five and six was long? Six and seven. Some of us won't live years. to see seven. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Kyle yeah. definitely won't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no way. Uh, but yeah, like this. This is such a cultural like a milestone event of a game. I think digital only is only a bad move. Like, will that stop I think from so selling? Too. No. Nope. But it's, I, there's something about like going I remember to a get great that story game. the Grand Theft Auto the Grand Theft Auto Four Midnight Launch. I at, uh, you guys may have heard of it. GameStop five seventy two. Oh, you, you, you may you may have heard of it. You mean that GameStop? Um, that's a that's a like a, ru- a pile of rubble now. Correct. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, there a friend of mine that I went with to that that midnight launch <clears throat> got pulled over by the cops. 
uh, on the way home because he was speeding because he was excited to get home and play GTA. Of course, 4, of course. Because we go home and kill cops. And that's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, this is, this was like a, a moment for me where I realized kind of like because I mean, what, what year did GTA Four come out? Two thousand eight. Okay, so two thousand eight, and that, at that time, like video games still were not. Like main, like super mainstream. Like they still, not they were like it they is were, not, no, they, not like this. Yeah, they yeah. were up and coming, but it was still very much like a quote unquote nerd culture. Um, and my buddy got pulled over, cop, and the cop came up, and he's talking to him real quick, and he sees on his passenger seat the GameStop bag, and the cops like he looks at him, he's like, "You just pick up GTA 4? <laughs> and my buddy's like, uh, uh, yeah, I just got it from the store. I was going home to to play it. And the officer's like, I was on my way to pick up my copy when you sped past. I got to go. I'm letting you off. That was like That's my moment is. there where I was just like, oh, man. Okay, so this is like – this is yeah. everywhere. It you is. know, this yeah. is like there's no escaping the the uh, long arm of Rockstar. <laughs> GTA has always been like that, so yeah. – didn't Ever you get since posters three. though in all of the in GTA four? Eh? Yeah, it's uh you talk about like the, the map poster the thing. The map, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you get one yeah. in five too, so they gotta do that for six, right? That's yeah. why I was thinking like a digital release wouldn't work. Wouldn't because have that, I think yeah. I think yeah. that's what that's people true. essentially enjoy too, because I've got mine hanging up in my gamer. Well, digital release is harder for them to make, you know, the the hundred and fifty dollar special edition which is yeah you know like i've got I've also got the lock box and i've got the all yeah. harder for the situation of little timmy broke his disc and needs another copy of gta 6 no, so you can play timmy. online timmy <laughs> mom there's timmy. another bad in it and i swear i'm not gonna do that stuff <laughs> i'm there's, not gonna go to the strip club mom trust game. me there is no he like there's to drive around there's very very few joys in the life of a gamestop employee <laughs> but one of the only ones is telling a child you can't buy no. this game and GTA. then telling his mother all the horrible things that are I, in that I, game. I still, <laughs> laugh. I still laugh because I I know Kyle's go-to for that whenever he could feel like he was just wanting to shut the kid down. He would immediately go to necrophilia. If, yep, I remember that. Uh, I, had to explain, I had to yeah. explain oh, to a woman what necrophilia is. Yeah, that because was your she mistake, didn't. But. <laughs> she didn't get it, and she just looked at me. She's like, "I, I don't understand." And I kind of sat on it for a minute, and I'm like, "Well, I'm already fucking here, so I don't know. I'm like, ain't him dead bodies." I think didn't we even? And she kind of so sat far? on it for a minute, and she's like, "No, you're not getting this game." And like, I think we went so far as to when we had that tablet, I had, I saved like a screenshot of the yep. ESRB thing. Yep. Yes. So yep. it's like if like if you just need to show so somebody, just show them this. Just we did do that. Mind. We and did was, do that the after. The best part while. is like there was zero expectation from GameStop corporate that other we were than that hard about it. Other than that, uh, or I it, it, it it was literally just for us to make children it's unhappy. For fun. This it was fun. fun for, <laughs> that was part of it, but like at, at the same time, there's always that fear of like you are if, if you don't warn. Yeah, there's going to yeah. be that if one mother that has shocked. no idea. It would happen a couple and then, times. Yeah, yeah, okay. and then that mother comes back and is like, "My son saw," you know, and I didn't feel like dealing with that. So well, it's always, for calling him a mother, but it was a joy. I would always go to uh, <laughs> to the GTA Five where it's like the first time you meet Trevor. Yeah, that was one, and then he curb stops the guy outside. He curb stops that, and and they were like, "Well, he's not going to do that. He has to do that to progress the story, to progress through the game, and do what he's not going to do. He's just going to go online, go to the strip club, or and just drive around. Now he's going to the strip. No, he's going to strip club first thing. 
That's the first well, yeah. thing your son's doing. That's the doing, first man. thing I did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the first thing everyone does. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I will. I'm. We'll have a lot more to talk about next yeah, episode. I'm guessing it's probably what like the trailer is a two minute sizzle reel kind of like here's the environment, no gameplay. But they might they might do something where they go you know gameplay reveal January fifth or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that for sure. Um, I put these up here too because in the spirit of stuff Christmas. getting dates here, uh, Dragon's Dogma two. So I didn't think they were going to do this, but they had like a they had a thirteen minute live stream. That's how long it was uh, with a couple trailers. But they gave that game a date, March twenty second. So that's that's out pretty fast here. Uh, it looks great. And then uh, the big one for me that I'm very very excited about House Flipper two. <laughs> has a release date for pc houses, i'm gonna flip all the houses uh <laughs> december 14th on steam so on pc and then march 21st on consoles so a little bit later if there is like gonna be more of like the mission based stuff i believe so from okay, the trailer good. so yeah. they put out like a it's like a four or five minute trailer that kind of goes over that game and okay. like it's th- this one's pretty cool in comparison to the last one because instead of it just being like random locations right. that you go to it is a whole city that they've created so like this coastal city isn't that and then you are fixing up houses in the coastal city well they kind of did that in one of the dlcs in the first one they did a little bit of that, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. Pretty basic version of that, though. This looks a lot more detailed. <laughs> so. Yeah, the the one on the yeah the one in in one is not. Uh, yeah, no. yeah, not super. Um, this this it just it looks great. I, like I, I I told you earlier, but I think before we started recording, like I'm I have a 2070. That's the recommended video card. So <laughs> I'm good to go for this game, but we're getting close this to is the, the game new you video card. That purchase. card for. It is. Yeah. It probably is. You've honestly. been preparing your whole life for house. <laughs> been preparing two. since uh, 2020 when we built that computer. Yeah. God, um, wait, when did the first house flipper come out? How old is that game? House flipper. I'd have to look, but I want to say 2019, 2018. That sounds probably about right. You should lay. I have no uh, idea. I can see. tell you. I, the current, the current computer I have, I built two weeks before COVID. So good timing. Think about that. <laughs> Pretty it's crazy almost like about, uh, you knew, Kyle. I I remember like two weeks before that, all that going down, like driving to Best Buy to buy the processor for this computer. That's what's crazy. And then like literally two weeks later, the world shut down. So that's uh, awesome. Marvel's Wolverine seems seeming more and more like it's a 2025 game. According to recent leaks here, which I mean, like makes sense to me, like that doesn't seem wrong. No, it doesn't um, seem wrong. Like, do you want them to rush that out next year? No, Probably not. No, I really don't. I mean, I still am in the camp of I would like to know what Sony first party games might get in 2020 and we might we might find out, you know, next week at the Game Awards. So they probably get one or two, right? <laughs> There's one be. of them. There's, well, there's, there's one, one of sure. them that we'll talk first, about. That's not first party, but yes. Um, there's one we will talk about for sure, but um, I would Wolverine like that. And that seems fine. Let them take their time with Wolverine. Um, how much do you know about this new Walking Dead game that everybody's hating? The only thing I know is it's terrible. It's terrible. That it's I somehow read, worse uh, than that con game. That's crazy. Like just like super broken. Uh, it is called The Walking Dead Destinies. It just it looks 
absolutely horrendous. Like if you look, it, it, so uh, Redfall does what, this. What is it called? The, Walking it's Dead. It's called what? The Walking Dead Destinies. I haven't even heard of this. Heard of this? Like, it, like it was like a shadow drop kind of. A yeah. Thing. Um, it's twenty percent off. <laughs> so the one thing that people are pulling out are that the cinematics are just static three D models. Oh, good. So, which like, yeah, like I played Redfall and Redfall kind of did that for the cinematics too. So, but it just, it, every, all the footage I've seen that they put out, it's super broken. So, but yeah, if you, what's funny is if you go on like the digital storefront for the Xbox, a lot of people have bought and reviewed this game. This game, so, well, the screenshots from this game look like <laughs> Left 4 Dead 1. I went, So when they f- it first started coming out, this game was bad, and I saw this, I thought it was a mobile game. It's, it's, <laughs> this is, and then I realized, like, oh, no, this is a this, this was a console rough. release, Oh, man. it's out today. Today is the release day. <laughs> after, uh, um, after this podcast, you guys want to go play Walking Dead Destinies? Destinies. <laughs> I kind of want to, yeah. All right, um, cool. Sweet. For the first time in, uh, gosh, maybe a year, two years now, uh, we've heard that the they are making further progress on the Sands of Time remake. I I thought it was dead. To be fair, <laughs> I thought it was yeah. dead too. And we're getting that uh, that two point five D one in January. That looks really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's I I mean I would like a Sands of Time remake too. But I boy. love that game. That game is so fucking good. But like, it's awesome. It just sounds like I don't, whatever comes out of this now it just sounds like it's 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 not going to be good. Right? How much? It just like, can't like, be. I w- I would love to know how much money they've dumped into this, but at the same time, this is Ubisoft, the people that are somehow still making Beyond Good and Evil too. So <laughs> is that good? Yeah, they're I still making it. About that. They're and, still making it. And they confirmed the remaster still real, right? Yeah, what? They just confirmed the that. They just God. confirmed that the other day. The something only leaked people about that, that care about a Beyond Good and Evil remaster are forty. Yeah, <laughs> I just, it's it's crazy, and that's like all of us in this room. And like, <laughs> but like, are we even positive that, that I've game never played? Up? The first one, so I just—I I mean, I've, I've heard about how good it is, but I just never. I played it when it was a Xbox Live Arcade release, uh, oh, and God. I remember it being a little rough then. That, that um, would have been like probably two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that. Somewhere yeah. around there, yeah. Because that original game was what oh three oh four oh three oh four was like a GameCube era, yeah. Yeah, it was a game. I remember it was, it was originally a, a PC game. game, wasn't it? Okay. Originally PC game? It was definitely, it was it was a definitely console on game. GameCube, for sure. Oh, it was. That's right. Because yeah. my brother played it on GameCube. That's yeah. right. Good yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. But yeah, that's, and that's that That would be the only thing i point out. Like, we're talking about Ubisoft, the people that are still somehow shoving money for yeah, Good and Evil 2. So I guess the Sands of Time remake can go on forever. Um, I don't know if you saw this thing, but over the weekend, speaking of Ubisoft, like over the holiday weekend, they threw an actual in-game ad yeah. into Assassin's Creed Mirage. Technical error. And then they, and then when people started posting it up on Twitter, they refer to it as a technical error. But I believe, it, I believe it was an ad for that game. Is it not like like so like maybe it awesome. could have been a technical error, but like it was just something still. that it wasn't supposed to show up. I think where it no. was showing up was the problem. No. 
it was probably one of those things like, you know, you play older games now and like if you go back and play like an older Borderlands game, it's like you should buy Wonderlands like now. Yeah, like so, like so older games, you might load it up and it's in the main menu like, yeah. hey, Borderlands 2 is out yeah. or something like this. This is literally this dude's running across the map and this just pops up. It's like, hey, Assassin's Creed, like it's bad. So that's, that's pretty bad. Um <laughs> we talked about it a lot. We actually had an email about it last week, but the continued lack of Silent Hill to remake updates. What I laugh about here, and I'll I'll read the quote because I think it's hilarious. Um, so we 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 had somebody email, I believe, the last episode, just like, <laughs> is this game ever going to come out? Yeah, is it real? <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of a kind of a situation. <laughs> Um, what I laugh about here with it is now, uh, the Konami has said, <laughs> Konami basically came out and said, or no, I refer, let me rephrase. Bluebird team came out and said, Konami is the publisher of the game and communication is definitely part of their job. Mm. When somebody asked on Twitter directly to Bluebird team, the people developing the game, what's going on with it? Oh, so man. like they That's just like keep saying, firing back and forth. Manager, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like none of them want to talk about what's happening with this game. Jeez. So, and I, I think the last time we recorded, I was like, oh, maybe they'll show something of it at the Game Awards. I don't know. <laughs> I could be. I mean, who knows Stuff where this like game this. is now? Because what's the last thing they shown? That like that one kind of like we've only ever had the right? we've only ever had the one trailer and then the screenshots that they released that's yeah. it they've never put out any other footage and to be fair that that trailer they put out had a lot of gameplay and footage in it it wasn't a short trailer but they've come out and you know remember that we've had situations where like somebody come out like oh it's 80 percent done and then two weeks later somebody will be like oh that person shouldn't have said that stuff like it's just it's a back and <laughs> yeah. forth where it's like I don't know what's happening with this game. So um, will they talk about it at the Game Awards? I don't know. This makes me think probably not. I don't think so. Uh, but re- go ahead, Eric. I, I just wanted to mention, speaking of games back from the dead, um, I, have you guys talked about the sudden um, re-aliving of uh, Vampire Bloodlines Masquerade 2? I don't think we ever have, but it, it's it's interesting because that game was pretty much dead. Right and now, it's yeah. It's, well, they found get, a new team, I believe, like a I new get, studio. Like, every because e- I had signed up. I don't know if this was like they did it for a couple weeks. They did this weird uh, augmented reality thing when it was still okay. in its original developmental uh, sure. phase. Um, cool. So I got on their email list from messing around with that. And then it was dark for like, God, it was probably three years. It was pre-COVID, I'm pretty sure. Uh, And then all of a sudden, hey, we're back. Developer Diary 1. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, my understanding, they they have a completely different development team working on that game now with a – I wanted – I'm pretty sure they said like fall of next year. They're right. It sounds like they did – they are doing or have done a lot of things from – a lot of up. revamping of it, yeah, and yeah. they're supposed Not to revamping. show. That's good. There That's you go, funny. revamping. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're supposed to show gameplay of it in January. So like a gameplay. Trailer. I need to follow up. Why have we not gotten a remaster of Blood Rain revamped? There you go. Limited <laughs> you know, Run did those releases of Blood Rain revamped. I'll, I'll throw out through like Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Like, there's never been any kind of talk about doing a version of that playable today because remember that that is a pc only 
Yeah. I own a physical copy of that. I've never actually played it. I own a physical PC copy of It's probably only that. playable via hacking and mods nowadays. I can't pretty, imagine. It, it, like, pretty much, yeah. You have yeah. to – you can – so you can install it uh, through GOG, I believe. Oh, it's not uh, on Steam. It's still – I don't know if it's on Steam or not. I, I So I have, a, I have a digital version of it through GOG. And there was one point where like I got everything set up that I was going to play it. And then that's also one of those situations where that game doesn't really put mesh with a high frame rate monitor. Oh, so, surprisingly, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines is on Steam. It is it on is, Steam. Okay. It is $20. So I'm sure there are ways to mod it and get it to work. I just I didn't feel like going that far into it. So. Do you guys want to buy the Activision bundle for $810? <laughs> oh, no, oh, thanks. God. <laughs> no thanks. Is that just all Call of Duty? Uh, well, there's uh, well, it, I have the one thing that's worth eight hundred. It's gun, the original oh, gun. There we go. Okay. Yep. And then we've got uh, Geometry Wars retro release copy of Gun Two and Gruner's uh, Ghost. And then lastly, to round it out, uh, Prototype. Okay, oh, just Prototype One, <laughs> not Prototype Two. Just one. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, prototype two, you got to sell separately for another eight hundred dollars. That's in a separate Activision pack. It's also eight hundred dollars. <laughs> My gosh! <laughs> well, speaking of games that will be at the Game Awards, Death Stranding, Death Stranding two will be at the Game Awards. Pretty much confirmed of at this point. Will be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Jeff Keighley the has Kojima to have his ten minutes of bowing to Kojima, yeah. Yeah. and then Kojima will show him in the game. God, um, <laughs> I can't deliver, and he'll say, "Deliver I, me another I mean, pizza, Kojima son." There you go. I I mean I need another ten minute wacky trailer. I need it to be even more crazy than the last one. Where like, I think I said the last time, like that was the most straightforward and yet and yet the most crazy Kojima trailer he's ever made. So I mean, yeah, I it, it accurately described the game pretty much. It does. So I I mean I That's love ridiculous. Death Stranding. So <laughs> I'm strange to think, but it's excited. Strange. For Death Stranding too, Me so too. we'll see. I That's, that is one whatever of the we want to play since I've what been on this podcast. What if it's it all pizza deliveries? I'm That's fine. sure. That's all Let's it is it. now. That's fine. The world yeah. is healed. Now it's all think, pizza. Do you think instead of a map of the United States, it's the world this time? Oh, got to walk across the Bering Strait <laughs> to deliver some pizza no, to Russia. You have to build the bridges. The bridges, bridges. There right, you go. But other you people to... online have to build the bridges so you can see the bridges. Right there, you go. And the entire time, Troy Baker is just talking to you. He puts some fatters up. Hey man, he's got a guitar. He's got like a little guitar in this one. Remember, he's he he's wearing a mask, but when he takes off the mask, he has another mask on underneath it. (laughs) Very sting like, very WCW. (laughs) Famous sting promo. (laughs) Because he breathes through his mask, like quietly through her skin. Right there, you go. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's where the logic came from. Wow. Uh, Transferring. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this I thought was kind of interesting. The uh, Undead Labs, the developer of State of Decay, long in development State of Decay 3, are apparently working on another unannounced game, which would make sense considering how long we've been waiting for State of Decay 3. Um, I'd be Decay curious to know what it real is. Good. State of Gate 2 is a game I put a lot of time, I think yeah, me too. 200 hours into that. So a, amazing co-op game. So I look forward to a sequel to that. Um, we know there's been a lot of scrutiny with Destiny 2, which has led them to delay uh, the final shape. I guess that's the name of their new DLC to June from February to June. 
that's a cool um, name. Is it the final DLC for that game? That's that's the way I read that. Ten like, year plan. I don't know. Ten year like, plan. Yeah, but ten year the ten year plan doesn't make any sense because it includes Destiny One. Like it's so like, true. The, it's true. not it's not the ten year plan of one game. It's like the ten year Destiny plan, which. As long as people are playing it, it ain't going to be 10 years. It's going to keep going. Nah, but it's going to keep going. I really feel like they they need to move on to three. They need to figure – they need to – At this point, move yeah. Move it I to something so else because yeah. we've talked about it a couple of times. Like the game just seems impenetrable now. Like it just – it's impossible for me to go play Destiny 2 right now. Have any clue what's going on, be anywhere near competitive in any mode. Like it's just – it's it's not built for you to be able to jump in and experience, I don't think. Yeah. Not anymore. Um, no. This is this next one's my second favorite news article of the week, and then I'm gonna have Dan go through the first one, which is not on here, but he knows what it's gonna be. Oh, the other one. Um, okay. Oh, you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but my second one, Silent Hill Ascension developers. So Silent Hill Ascension was like that, like what was it? Not augmented reality, but like yeah, yeah. Other game. Um, they had the developer had to come out and basically insist that it was written by real people and not uh, artificial <laughs> intelligence, so which I think is hilarious. Um, let's talk about my favorite news thing of the week, which is not on this document, but I know like both Dan and I want to talk about it because it's just so fucking insane. And that is more evidence has been brought to light on the completionist. Oh, and the, cha- and and the charity that, fraud saga. and the charity fraud, like, which like, in. which like, okay, for, first so before crazy. we start it, that guy's video did not come out, and I'm wondering because oh, it, didn't it was supposed okay. to come yeah, out today, sure. and I waited all day because I'm like, oh, I need to see this before we record tonight, and it never came out. And I'm wondering if at some point uh, that guy contacted them and was like, maybe well, I'll talk to you or something. Well, we, Don't we put hit it a up. wall down. We're like, so we talked about this two <laughs> weeks ago when it started. Yes, mm-hmm. and like, it's and since then. The completionist, he said nothing about it. Other he's than not like, even put up a new video. Uh, yeah. Videos, he's like radio silent for the most part. And you thought maybe this is the worst it is. Maybe there's going to be some legal stuff. And maybe yeah. they'll come out and say, we do have the money. We'll donate it. All this other kind of stuff. Maybe that was going to mm-hmm. be the end. Of it. And then it comes out yesterday or two days ago that another video's coming with more stuff. Yeah. And you're like, what else could there possibly be? Yeah. And then it turns out his family, so they've had this they've had this charity for decades, like two decades yeah. almost. And but it's that hasn't been an official charity only for like the last ten years. So before they were just kind of running yeah. it as like a, a fundraiser thing. I believe but since ninety two, I want to say it's been a long said. time. And it's basically it's like run by his dad, or his dad started <laughs> it. And it now it comes out that like they've had all of these like charity golf outings where sponsors are paying for $10,000 packages, $8,000 And we're, and we're talking packages. sponsors like Pepsi, Coke, Coca-Cola. Like, yeah. these are big Coke, companies. Like, yeah. Big companies yeah. are, are sponsoring this thing to, like, raise money for this foundation. Well, now – but then – so they dug into this and went back through tax filings, and now it looks like any money this golf tournament is raising is not going into this account. At all. At all anymore. <laughs> like, it was originally, but all of a sudden it's dropped off because it's it's mainly funded by these charity streams he's been running. So where are the multiple tens of thousands of dollars from this golf charity thing going? Like, obviously, it costs money to put this stuff on. Nobody's saying it doesn't. And yeah. nobody's saying that it is wrong for to use proceeds to pay for the event, and then everything else goes towards the charity. That's how all of this shit works. That's how charity yeah. works. But where is that money now? 
<laughs> right? Like, like, and that's maybe, the thing. Now, now, when, nobody knows. Maybe, maybe there is a different account just for that now. Maybe when the indie, like the stream stuff, took on. There's two different things, and nobody ever found the other one because it's under some weird name from 20 years ago. Who knows, right? Or something, yeah. But it sure seems like it would probably all be going to the same pool, right? Well, the other thing that they pointed out in the video is it stopped. They stopped, I want to say, two or three years ago uh, is when it started where it, all of a sudden, like, you look at these numbers and it doesn't add up. That, at that, most, it's that raised golf, like maybe $5,000. Yeah. Yeah, because so it doesn't the rest add of up. The amounts don't make sense. But this also coincides when with when the completionists when the stop giving the numbers right. yes. of how much they've actually earned yeah. or, or made. They would never report it on the mm-hmm. stream. Like, oh, we raised. Well, you go to AGDQ and there's a ticker in the corner. I can watch yeah, it all the time. You see it all the time. And they're constantly mm-hmm. like, we just hit two million. We hit two point two. This is incredible. People yeah. are on site. Like Doctors Without Borders, people are there. They're getting ch- like that. Seems. How it's supposed to be done. Super legitimate. Now, yeah. we don't talk about the money we get. We The only place we say we give it to is uh, ourselves and that we work <laughs> with other companies that we can't verify. Yeah. Uh, who who have now come out. I think one of them even came out and said, like, we don't know who these people are. Kind of. A yeah. Thing. <laughs> um, like yeah. everything about it. It just seems shitty. I told I told Kyle, I said, my theory behind this is, is Gerard, the completionist. Is just ignorant, and he does not know yeah. what is going on. Like yeah. my my thought is, is his dad started this golf tournament thing to do this, and maybe that was the plan in the beginning, like to build up this account or whatever. And then you know his son became famous for this, and used his name to like get hundreds of thousands of dollars of money for this, and then the dad just kind of let that happen and kind of you know I'll take care of it. Don't worry about the, you do that. Yeah. I'll take care of this. And his brother certainly clearly, seems in on it too because of that but, letter that he sent the first uh-huh. guy the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it clearly seems like what what it like the two years ago because he, he knew said two he's years known ago. for two years. He knew two years so. ago that they had not donated a dollar to mm-hmm. anyone, and that he That's said he was man. he was going to look into it, and then he went out and did a stream two straight years saying. We're raising money for this. All the money goes to these people. All of like all it's like it is a nightmare. And it's bad. Ignorance isn't an excuse. So it may, not at know, this point. His, like his it's, best case scenario is he literally did not understand what was happening. He never looked at it, but he's still on the board of directors. He's still the one raising all this money. He's in. They're all in on it. It is his YouTube career over. It takes a lot. To end the YouTube but, career, it takes I mean, a lot. He won't be able to do charity got, stuff ever again. No, no. And that's at the this thing point, is like, that's the over. Charity thing is is totally it's over because you can't the do it. People anymore. that were giving to it regularly are people who have seen this news. It's not yeah. like random people were coming in. And Jamie like, oh, Lee Curtis, that's, oof, man, was giving them money and yeah, was on grant, some of those like twenty five. Yeah, her foundation, her charity, yeah, for her foundation. Exactly. I'm like, Whoa. these aren't just like small time people. No. You know, like but it's a pretty big to, deal. You have to think that the subset of people who donate to his charity through streams and the subset of people who watch YouTube involving his content are the same people. <laughs> exactly. You know, right. Yeah. So for sure, I just I don't see how anyone. Like there are people, a lot of people defending him, which again, there are again, nobody actually knows the truth. And it'll probably be a long time before anybody does. Although there is supposed to be some other content dump like that. Other guy was supposed to release something today. 
with more yeah, it's information. Weird that it hasn't. I mean, but maybe it's just been delayed. I don't know. Maybe he's fact checking it again because you know they don't want to get this stuff wrong. Not that they can't say the stuff they're saying because it all seems to be factual. But they don't want to get stuff wrong if they can avoid it. But For sure. the fact that like the charity hasn't said anything, Gerard's gone fucking radio dark, like he's in a cave somewhere. Like this, I mean, he has even he has even put up just like a regular one of his videos, right? In just something for weeks. people to watch. Like his yeah. Reddit, his Reddit alone is just full of this stuff. I'm sure it's all just... it is. It's just this is a nightmare. Like if if something kills a YouTube career, this is it. Like this is it is charity fraud, possible felonies. Like <laughs> who the hell knows? But like this thing is going to implode if it's half of what they say is true is true. It's bad. I, I just checked out now. That guy has not put no. that video up but yet. Like, so. like I said, if, if 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 half of this is correct, it's this is so bad. It's if very all bad. of it's correct. It, ooh, We're man. looking at jail time, maybe jail time. Yeah, like huge audits of his entire life. Well, because then that's the argument. I see the argument with some people like, well, he hasn't spent the money. It's like, but he Doesn't still matter. took he it. Still took it. You if I go out and steal a wallet from somebody and don't spend a dime of that money. I still stole the wallet. Right. It's you know, still, like it's not right. It's still not so, being used for the intent. And like, no, it is. I think I was reading stuff where it was like, you know, he's he's willingly committing fraud by accepting fraudulent charity donations. Yeah, by not donating them. It'd be <laughs> exactly. like if you, it'd be like if you went out and like we're in front of a grocery store shaking your can for money, saying like everything's going to cancer, and then people are just putting money in there, and you just took yeah. it. You just took it. Exactly. You set it in the can on your on your mantle at home and you didn't spend it. We've seen we've seen this kind of stuff happen with like GoFundMe's and that kind yeah. of stuff in the past too. It's this this is no different. Not entirely this is just different. A yeah. Much larger scale. It's just a shit over many yeah. years. It's a shit show. <laughs> so. And I guarantee he's silent because he went to a lawyer or the foundations like the foundation has yeah. to have a lawyer of some kind, like on like just for that probably stepped in and just that said, probably you can't talk said, about you it cannot all. talk you can't say a word i don't care what other people online say you cannot say a word and they're yeah, sitting probably, there they're probably not even happy that he gave any time to the people investigating no, probably not on those channels but because that was the thing that was surprising me was that he actually that agreed interview. to talk to them that yeah nuts so to say which anything is about it was crazy to say that he knew he could have yeah. just been like i ha- i can't comment on that or something like that he could have said nothing he could have but just he emailed said, them back and said that. But he right? said something. And that's yeah. bad. So that's my thought worse. is is they're in like defense mode. Where is the they're trying to find the money, figure out where the money is, and figuring out how to get rid of what they do have. But yeah, I, for sure. at the end of the day, I don't think the numbers are gonna match up to what came no. in. No, I don't think so either. It is an insane it's a mess, but I love situation. I love following it though. It's crazy. Oh, well. I love watching it. That's why when you told me last night like the video, I was like, I watched it this morning. Like I have to yeah. see this. Oh, man, hey, you guys want to hold a charity stream? <laughs> I, I think as long as we don't say where it's going, it's probably fine, right? <laughs> it's probably fine, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, this happened a couple months. Uh, gosh, probably two months ago, there was that weird day where Robert Pattinson's uh, bat suit was put into the Epic Game Store version of Arkham Knight and then taken down in like a week. And I don't know yeah. why nobody ever put this together, but so yeah, it is it coming first. Now. It makes a bunch of sense now. So it is uh, as of today, the Switch trilogy Arkham Arkham trilogy is out. It is exclusive to that trilogy for like two weeks, yeah. and then it's out on everything so else. So it makes which, sense why it was put oh, up and it quickly taken down because yeah, it wasn't it was supposed an to be put up. Yeah. yeah. 
because it's so, supposed to be some place. It's cool that they're putting that in like my Xbox well, version of that game that is nine years old. It also makes more you know? sense now like, that they're even doing it because I think the question we had at the time was like, why did they even make this suit? Like, it made no sense. And like I, nobody and I just totally forgot yeah, that they I were putting those games on the Switch. So. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you can't tell me there's any way that's the correct way to play yeah. those. Um, You're too busy playing uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 on God. your Switch. Shit. There you go. There you go. I'm playing um, all the cloud versions of Resident Evil games. That's what I'm playing on my Switch. <laughs> now I'm playing Hogwarts. The truest experience. <laughs> yeah, who's playing Hogwarts Legacy on their Switch? Oh, have you Me? seen some screenshot comparisons yeah. of that? I have seen, I have oh seen video of it. It's yeah. rough. How, uh, do you like the load times on that? barely a game. <laughs> I like when that I read I read you that blurb that came out from Digital Foundry when they're like, um, it's not really open world on the switch. No, it's anymore. not because every door is a load screen. It's insane, yeah. <laughs> um in more game awards news, Xbox confirms plans to appear at the game awards after last year's no show. So they'll have some stuff. I'm still predicting that Baldur's Gate three uh shadow drop. Hey, it's on Game Pass today. I'm still I'm going for it. That's my big prediction. I think they're gonna do it. So and that would be a huge get for them. And at this point, it's been out for three months. Well everywhere else. Um the thing too about like them not being there last year is and compared to last year and like this year, what we know now, there clearly wasn't much of a plan last year. Oh, like, there wasn't what's going on. And they finally kind of fixed that when they did their little showcase thing where they're like, here's Fable. Here's a vow. We swear to God, we are making these games for real, please. Like, <laughs> so, like, it finally seems like they're kind of back on track. And obviously, like, the Activision thing is done. So I don't have to talk about that anymore. It is, yeah. This could be, yeah. this could be a good place to talk about some of the stuff they're going to add. Like, Game Awards, they it could be, be like, it could be that. We're Do dropping think- XYZ today on here. Do you think you get anything like, news about one of some of the games they showed back in may like fable or you could, get a, or, I could see gameplay like fable gameplay the big one ro- rolling around the last couple of days is indiana jones there's, well, there's a lot i've been asking for of that for heat on the years there's a lot of heat on that to the point that like it kind of seems like you're gonna get a we game know that's trailer, the game machine so. games is currently working on oh yeah they've been working <laughs> on it for years please show i told you i don't even need much i need him running you down know. a temple thing i need a whip crack yeah. And I need short round saying no time for love, Dr. Jones. And I'm good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but, it, but it's with the grown up. But it's him as an adult. With yes, the kids. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no time for he, love, Dr. Jones. He used yeah. the dial of destiny. Yeah. And went <laughs> yeah. forward a little bit. I don't, there you the go. Aliens brought him back in time. <laughs> there you go. But yes, yeah, so uh, like, I could see that. I could see, I see that. Like I said, I think an Activision thing with like. You know, in Xbox is it's truly the place to play the big things, and like they drop a couple of those, or things. they, or a co- either a couple of those things those days are like starting in January yeah, or we're something. Roll it out. We're gonna here's a plan of how we're gonna roll it out. First couple of weeks is gonna be this. Diablo yeah. three will be this day, and all this other. Do you like Call of Duty? <laughs> yeah, like, they could do that. I mean, what if you could play them all? Like, what if you could you play go. Candy Crush Saga today? Hell yeah, on your Xbox. Fuck it, do it. Let's do it. Yeah, so I mean, uh, it's good that they're I back. See it. Like, yeah, it is. It's been weird. Like, like I think it's been the I last two years. The thing is, is they if, haven't if really seen Indiana Jones. I think that's probably it for like new stuff. I think if okay. they talk about anything, it's stuff they've already talked about, but it's more of it. Yeah, like I think, it, like fable. especially, yeah. we saw like a pretty good chunk of fable. Yeah, and I feel like you can see a lot more of that. I feel so. like we could see like a couple minutes of gameplay or something of that. 
For sure. Um, Deca Police, you remember Deca Police? I'm super amped for this game, and I'm upset about this. Huge delay until yeah. 2025, Ugh. which is a bummer. It's like an over a year delay. I know. That game looked cool, so, though. Game looks cool as hell. Um, whereas on the flip side of that, that Pacific Drive, that weird, like, supernatural driving game uh, coming to PlayStation 5 and PC uh, looked super. They showed it one. It was one of those, like, bad Sony directs. Yes. But yes, it was so. one of the standouts of one of those. One of the things I don't remember like, which one. Yeah, it was one of those. Had like three what is this kind of a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coming out in February, which is really cool. And they, they showed more of it. The game yeah. looks really cool. Um, in a, a surprise move that well, nobody, nobody will be surprised by this. <laughs> yeah, this is so dumb. Capcom has confirmed they are going to make more Resident Evil remakes. Oh, wow. But they have not what? said what game. Do you think it might be? It's five. Five? It's probably it's five. five. That's the one that comes it's after five. four. The only other I, one it could five. be is zero. No, they, well, I don't think they do zero or one because there are ways to play those two games. Sure, modern. but those aren't remakes. No, but but five, five is the one people want. Five, as I've said many times, sell. what game have they not remade? Code Veronica. That there's Code Veronica. Code Veronica. Exactly. I don't know. That's dead what I want. Aim. Dead aim. Will we start going that way? Online. <laughs> outbreak. Outbreak two. Outbreak two. Outbreak three. Sorry, outbreak file okay. two. There you go. I think it's five. Makes it makes the most it's sense. It's the one that would, would easily sell. I'll remind most. you, Resident Evil Five was Capcom's best selling game yeah. for like seven years. Yeah. So, and as as a non Resident Evil person, I'll buy that day one. Oh, I can't Resident wait. Resident Evil Five is incredible. <laughs> My so uh, buddy and I are, you know, Eric, front we're of the play Ross together, are, right? are replaying which one? Resident Evil Five right now. Together, right? Oh, okay. Hell yeah. So Hell good. Yeah. Are, are you going to be Sheva? Of course. Uh, I was yeah, just, yeah, okay, it right. is time for Sheva to return. Sheva needs to like, come. What a cool character. What a cool character to just forget about for a decade, right? He's like, so good. Because even some of these other ones, uh, uh, the friend of the show, Ross, he just watched that uh, most recent animated Resident Evil movie yeah. that came out. I think it was on Netflix like over the summer. They reference Pierce Morgan or whatever that guy's name is from Resident Evil 6. They reference that dude in that. That was in one game, but you can't ever talk about Sheva. Talk, I think we talked about it. We, it's insane. We've talked about Resident Evil a lot over the time that we've known each other. We have. And I think it's the kind of thing where we always said, we're like, why isn't like there? Why isn't there like a Sheva and Jill game or a Sheva and Claire, Claire game? Yeah. Like where it's the two of them doing something like that would be cool right. as hell. Let's do it. I don't think that friend of the show, Ross, could handle that. Honestly. Uh, so <laughs> I, even liked, I even liked Helena from from six. When we when we get to movies, I got a good story oh, about no. friend of the show oh, Ross no. that you'll enjoy. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna change oh, his name no. my phone to friend of the show Ross. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, Dragon Quest Three, which is getting a remake, which I totally forgot about until I saw this headline today. Yeah, that's like crazy. Uh, they're one. they're making some uh, strides on it. They had a bunch of uh, playtester news that went out there, so they're hiring playtesters for it. So maybe we'll see something about that at the Game Awards. That would be cool. Since I don't think you're going to see anything about Dragon Quest, what would it be, 12 for a while? Still? Doesn't seem like it. Um, next one we have, so we, I got an email here I'll read first that we got, and then we'll dive into it. 
Um, this this email comes to us from Fred from San Francisco, California. It says, hey, hey, all, I'm curious if you caught in the news this week the little nugget Microsoft threw out there about still wanting to get Game Pass on PlayStation and Nintendo consoles. It really seems like they are poised to become the next Sega. Maybe not until after this upcoming next generation. What do you all think? So this email came in earlier and then a little bit after the email came in, there's a big uh, Phil Spencer interview that is making the rounds today. He was, I, I want maybe it was windows central or something. He was, I don't know. He was interviewed by, by an outlet and they talked about a lot of stuff with him. But one of the things that came out uh, was, but he basically retracted whatever that person said, that there are no plans to do this right now, which the way I read that is that guy spoke out of turn. I, I read it as, I read it as a thing where like, I'd love to buy Nintendo. Like it's something that, yeah, obviously he would love it to be a thing. Like mm-hmm. he would love it to like be a launcher on, on a, on another console just because it gets people playing their stuff. Yeah. But yeah. You got to think there's no way in hell Sony would ever agree to that. Like they'd rather, no, they'd rather cease production of the system than allow they Xbox have their to own, put Game Pass on there. Right? They have their own competitive. They spent all their time building up their own you know, stupidly exactly. overpriced garbage system. Surface. Uh, to <laughs> even think to allow that, Nintendo. Exactly. Nintendo's the kind of thing where I could see them maybe coming to an agreement where it's like, yeah, fuck, yeah, it. whatever. We don't really care, but you have to. It's got a, it's limited. It can't be all it's these cloud games. only. It's cloud only. Yeah. Um, it probably would run very well. Um, it would. Yeah. I don't think it would run well on the current Switch. No, it couldn't. It would die on this thing. It would have to be on whatever the new yeah. Nintendo is next there's, year. There's a a world where that's not weird, right? Yeah. But um, for Nintendo, I don't see it as as I see it more realistically sooner as a Nintendo thing. Whereas like PlayStation, I don't. I don't think it would happen. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think that they would die before well, and then the email the email talks about like you know poised to become the next sega it's like i don't know if they would ever not make hardware i i don't like, think i don't know if they would ever get to a situation where they are publishing games for other platforms i think if you see it any way that they shake it they just get to a this game pass is our model right and game, well, hey if you want to play it on a dedicated system here's our box i think the true if you want to play it on another like, console you your can. smart tv has game yeah. pass in it right? they've already talked about right. that. but yeah. like that's the goal is you yeah. just yeah. buy the controller and it syncs via bluetooth to your tv and you're just mm-hmm. playing your tv that's the goal but they'll always make some kind of box that you could buy – oh, you could buy it from us and it will just play everything. Yeah. But, and that's and they've proven that with the leaked like digital system. That's the future. Well, they they've also – we've anymore. talked in the past about they, they definitely are working on some sort of like Roku streaming device right. stick, thing stick thing. Like which that makes I, the most sense of anything. It does at this point. So um, I'm amazed it hasn't been announced or shown yet. I really kind of am because I feel like we've talked about that for a while. I think that would be the kind of thing where you would – you wouldn't really put that out until after – You've released an all digital, digital system, yeah, and people are fully okay. bought into like that's what this is now. So like you've got your all digital system, and you can go plug your your Roku device thing into your TV upstairs. And maybe yeah, that's how they I get away with it, as it tethers to that or something. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that kind of popped out of this Phil Spencer interview 
other than he name dropped Banjo Kazooie, which of course gets kids excited. Depends on what uh, they get for a Banjo. Which I'm pretty sure that's just, hey, it'd be cool if we do something with Banjo Kazooie. Right. I don't think there is actually a plan. No, right there's now. no Banjo Kazooie. Um, he actually just teased that they're going to make some improvements in the future here to Xbox achievements, which is long overdue. Yeah, so I don't they think really they've done anything of it. in over a decade. No, since so, it came out, it's always been since the stuff they tried to do at the beginning of the Xbox One that didn't work, right? With like the time-based achievements that people hated, the challenges. So, remember those the challenges? Yeah. yeah, they they were bad. So sure, they weren't good. Um, really quick <laughs> before we jump into movie stuff and then the emails, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, Eric. Has That's a me. specific device. Really, the only that we reason have, we uh, even bothered to ask him to come back. Yeah, you it wasn't because it's the fiftieth episode. Because I wanted him to tell me about why he spent money on a PlayStation Portal. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, that's a fair question, uh, friend of the show, <laughs> Kyle. Um, <laughs> no, I uh, so I just. Anybody that doesn't know my uh, situation at home, I just have one TV at home. Um, I have another one in the basement, but it's not hooked up or anything like that. Um, so just the one TV, and I have a five-year-old son uh, who is very active, uh, you know, watching TV, playing his own games, Minecraft and such. So sometimes TV not overly available. I have been using remote play on my laptop. Um, and that's been working really well. Um, I, I, I would use it, um, up in my office, which is basically just above the living room. My house is not large. Um, and yeah, that worked great. And then they announced this and I'm like, well, this is basically what I'm doing now with the laptop, but I don't have to worry about bringing the laptop, bringing the charging cable, bringing yeah. the USB cable, bringing the PlayStation controller. It's yes, um, just like all these pieces that you have to have um, in order to do it. And I'm like, well, the, I know the streaming works well um, yeah. because I've been doing it on the laptop. Um, so yeah, I got, I got the PlayStation portal and I got it on, on launch day and uh, yeah, hard been, to find PlayStation portal. I should they? say. I, oh I, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's been sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm really happy with it quite frankly. Like it just, uh, one single caveat, one asterisk. I noticed this yesterday. There is a teeny, 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 tiny dead pixel on the screen. Oh, boy. Ooh, um, that sucks. So I'm going to reach out to uh, Sony support on Monday to see if it's a known issue. It is, I will tell you, I was playing Alan Wake last night and I okay. could not, I could not see it. Um, okay. So I, in a game that is 80%, 85% darkness or black mm-hmm. yeah. and you can't see the dead pixels. Like, all right, it's not, it's okay. I could see yeah. it because I'm a nightmare. Um, but <laughs> you know, but anyway, um, no, it's it's been really good. I've been I've used it in multiple locations in the house. Uh, when I use it upstairs, here and there, I do get some hitching. Um, okay. it, it is not it is not unplayable in any sense of the word, uh, but sure. it, it does occur. Um, and all of the games that I talked about in my what I'm playing, I played all of those on the portal. Okay. Um, and they all worked great. Like so, That's serious cool. Sam. Uh, I played great on the portal. Like I had zero in that game is extremely demanding that's a, on. That's a pretty 
like yeah, fast paced. It is. Yeah. yeah that yeah. works really well. Um, those of us that have played the movie theater minigame in Yakuza 7 um, mm-hmm. know how quick that minigame gets in the later yes. levels. Yeah, it gets pretty yes. um, I played pretty that nuts. on the portal without issue. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I tried to play. I played. Um, uh, uh, what am I playing right now? What do I have on the other screen? Uh, PGA 2K23. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> um, played that on the portal. Um, and that's not fast by any stretch, but you do have to have timing with your swings. Um, and it worked really well as well. So honestly, I'm I'm super satisfied. The speakers are shit. Uh, the speakers on the <laughs> unit are, are, are god awful. I'm not. That doesn't um, surprise me. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're serviceable. Like if you're playing Serious Sam, who cares? Like it does not yeah. matter. Um, but if you're playing anything that's a little bit more atmospheric or has actually good sound, it is terrible. For well, that. they're not meant to be okay. good because you're meant to buy the those proprietary headphones that you can't buy until what february yeah right um so i do Mm. have a workaround that's worked really well um so i have a uh what i'm using now um i have a steel series headset uh that has a um a usb-c adapter a bluetooth adapter um so i just leave that in the ps5 and i just use the headset and it's still pulling sound from the PS5, but I'm using the portal. Um, cool. And there is okay. no noticeable. Uh, so the main <laughs> thing that I was concerned about was like uh, audio it might delay. Be a lag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there was no issue. That's pretty uh, cool. Like, oh, at, okay. at all, because considering it was doing the Bluetooth directly from the PlayStation <laughs> and not from the handheld, um, there is no lag there. Um, and okay. there is no lag in the video department either. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean it's 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 1080p, so it's nothing to write home about uh, about the screen at all. But on a screen on a screen that's that small, does that matter? Well, like, would you need it, it yeah, to be 4K? It's it's a little bit larger than the Switch screen. I think it's okay. an inch, maybe half an inch or an inch larger than the Switch screen. Um, and if you're used to the Switch OLED screen, um, okay. you know it's definitely a, a downgrade in that department. But uh, you can play God of War Ragnarok on this. Can't do that okay. on the Switch. So I mean, doesn't matter if it's OLED or not. It's still Super Mario. So you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty basic device. It doesn't have any internal memory. Um, I got a software update for it the other day that was just fine. Um, I just charged it through USB-C on the PlayStation, um, and it has a standard headphone jack. Um, it just I'm, seems like it literally is a device for people with specific for, for needs you. like yeah. you. Yes, it is like, a very specific I've seen, use case. I've, I've seen yeah. some of the bullshit stuff online where it's like, does it work on a plane? Check it out. And this guy's like playing it on a plane. It's like... Yeah, you're probably using like the the Satellink like satellite right. Wi-Fi you have to pay yeah. for on a plane. You're not using yeah. your phone tethered no, on a fucking that would airplane. Be terrible. It's not possible. Right. Yeah. right. Like of course it works under ideal conditions when we set up for it and paid for it. Right. But the other thing about the system I thought was weird is like since it doesn't have an internet browser, which is strange that it does not have an internet browser, considering it has to be <laughs> on the internet at all times. Right. Um <laughs> But it also doesn't have the capability – like if you stay at a hotel where you have to go to a website to activate the Wi-Fi, you yep. cannot use yeah. it. Right, exactly because you can't go to the browser. You can't like, go to yes, the browser accept to accept whatever. it. <laughs> like yeah. just, like these seem like oversights where 
I'm not, I'm not even necessarily going to call it an oversight. It just seems like something they don't give a shit about because, or, they, because like, they know so, that it's like in your case, Eric, like it's a controller for your system. Right. Well, and I think the, my other theory there is um, compared to other remote players that are out there, it's very inexpensive uh, c- compared to most of them. Like the um, ROG Ally. And- right. Yeah. yeah but that's mean, not, great, that's not a, the ROG that's not Ally is a PC. Because that's a PC. Yeah. Like right. as well as a yeah. Steam Deck. Like- so like, spe- spe- like specifically items that are streaming from a console or from a PC or whatever, um, it's not natively running that game. Um, my like my only other thought may be that like those features don't exist on the portal, perhaps on the Portal Plus or the Slim Portal or whatever you know. Whatever, who knows? Yeah. Like, right. um, we might see that there. But like, my guess is that they wanted to get this out the door without any frills for a one ninety nine price point for the holidays, and it's obviously worked, right? You can't buy it. Um, Although I have I have read plenty of things already where it's like. People trying to return them to GameStops or trying to return because they didn't yeah. realize it's not what it is, which yep. is something we've talked about yeah. a lot where mm-hmm. that was going to yeah. happen. We've had emails yeah. and stuff and, on and it. Like, yeah. I just – my only response is to that. Well, that's you their Let fault. me know if there's any emails yeah. is learn to read. No, that's the concern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the thing is I like, will do, say like the packaging. I've seen the packaging. The packaging on the box, can, it's very small. The packaging can yeah. do a much better explanation yes. of saying – It's a very tiny – It's a – picture uh, in the corner it's a maybe a centimeter by it's centimeter terrible. like it should uh, be square that says ps5 <laughs> required it should be almost like oh. it should be almost like bold text on if, the back if the like box r- bright if, red damn it yeah. if i if i had it here the box is upstairs i would send a picture but yeah. it doesn't matter i've seen um, it but anyway yeah i mean like i'm happy with the thing the controls feel super nice everything is identical identical except for the thumbsticks the thumbsticks are smaller um okay uh that being said i have relatively small hands it's fine i have no issue with it uh the haptic triggers work great that's um, cool, and the the haptic stuff that's actually built into the handles um i don't know if this was in the original version of control but in okay. control on the PS5, they have haptics in the handles of the controllers that very lightly go off when you walk. So it's like left, right, left, right, just very lightly in the palm I'm gonna of your hand. You no. I'm going to tell you no. Okay. <laughs> it was not um, in the original version of control. So <laughs> that's in this version. And cool. I've been used to having that happen on the portal. Okay. Um, and it's really cool because it just it works yeah. perfectly. There's no lag with the walking of the character. Um and yeah, I don't know. Like it's just – it seems in, in regards to like they shoved an empty Android phone into the middle of a DualShock 5. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's literally that's what, what they is. did with it. The screen yeah. is nice. Um, I cannot I, – I got exactly what I paid for, exactly what I, – I knew exactly what I was getting and so I know I'm in – an advantage well, and there, that's what we've that's but, what we've said all along too like the, the for, for the people that it's for it's going to be a perfect device but there's just going to be I so many people just, that don't read what it is i think there's other missed opportunities with this thing like at the very least this thing should be able to do like netflix and hulu 
and yeah. other things Spotify. like that. It can't do Spotify. It can't that do, it can't do literally point. anything yeah. other than so you, play installed PS5 games from your yep. system. Like it's just so you weird. can't run any of those apps off your yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, if you go like to the Netflix media tab, or, it says that media is not available in remote play. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, and that's another thing too. This is probably not a surprise at all, but if you're downloading anything from PSN, oh, it murders God. the portal. Yeah. It Dead. is not usable. That's Dead. not surprising. Um, yeah, so I, it's probably not surprising, but just in case anybody thinks, oh, I'm going to download this while I'm finishing this up, portal is unplayable. No. Don't do it. You have to, <laughs> yeah, it has to be basically like your system is doing nothing and you are going yeah. to use the portal. I, I've again. been able to use it uh, while streaming music and my son is watching Netflix and it's fun. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So grant, granted, full disclaimer, I have fiber internet, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's gigabit. So like yeah. you know, we ain't playing here. Yeah, um, I, just, I just think if there is, <laughs> if they do a plus version of this or whatever they want to do, at the very least, they need to somehow portal. They need to enable like media media content on it. Also, missed opportunity. Like PlayStation was at the forefront of crossplay between PS3. And Steam for Portal 2, and they didn't have Portal 2 built into this machine. Well, hey, man, they, I don't know where you've been, but Sony fucking hates crossplay now. Like, they do. Oh, my gosh. They they are the ones that held it back for years. For years. I'm, I'm shocked by this. I didn't see this coming. <laughs> no, no one well, did. anyway, that's my portal talk. Thanks well, for indulging me. <laughs> now, the next time uh, we'll have you on is when, like, in six months, when all these portals just kind of like start having weird defects. Uh, there you go. Don't work anymore. I'll be here. Yeah. Now you have uh, now you have ten dead pixels. That's right. Get a whole line. Get the whole line. There Why you not? Go. go crazy. Right. Why not? Um, we can jump into some movie stuff really quick here. Uh, I'll tell the the humorous story. So, the trailer for Furiosa dropped yesterday, which is the prequel to yeah. uh, Mad Max Fury Road. It looks amazing. Looks and uh, front front of the show Ross is a huge Anna Joy Taylor fan. And so immediately, you know, I sent him the trailer and just like, oh, it's got Anna Joy Taylor. And I'm like, yeah, of course. And then, and then, you know, watch the trailer a couple minutes go by. We should go see this movie at IMAX. Oh, God. And I give it a few more minutes. He's like, what if we went to like that theater we saw Dark Knight Rise? Oh, God. <laughs> and so there's serious discussions about going to that theater to see Furiosa. <laughs> which now houses the largest screen in the state of Illinois. So yeah. uh, be interesting. But I, I just laughed at that. We, we should go to IMAX. Too. So um, yeah, Furiosa, that trailer looks good. Um, I'm super into a prequel to Fury Road. So also has Chris Hemsworth, who just looks like he's having <laughs> like he's unshackled from playing Thor for 10 years. So he just looks like he's having, yeah, a he's ball. probably got one, two oh, or three God. more yeah. in him. I'm safe for Thor. Right. Yeah. They did something to his nose. Like looks, his nose his, looks weird. He looks yeah. like him, but looks not different. at the same time, which yeah. is probably smart. <laughs> so, um, the old, so I know I talked last week. I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch Oppenheimer and I'm going to watch, you know, I, the only movie I got to watch over the Thanksgiving break, but it is, it is important and relevant especially to our uh, podcast here, Dumb Money, the GameStop. I don't know I, if I, I can decided to do it. bring myself to watch that movie. Um, it's very well done. They, 
I will say they even go as far to have it's very well done. There's one part of it that I had a little bit of an issue with, which is they go through different characters that jump on the bandwagon um, with that original guy that's doing this where they're going through the part of it, like hold the line, hold the line. You have uh, America Fiera from uh, Superstore, all those are Frere. And she uh, the thing I didn't understand why they included her story in this maybe more to show like what happens if you fucked up but she is one of the people in that movie who decides no when when things go bad remember they got to a point where like those hedge fund people got that reddit shut down yeah when it was and like that stuff was real mess. Yeah, yeah when they're getting really bad oh. and uh so people don't know what's going on and her character goes fuck it and she and she sells her stuff and like loses money okay and so cool. I don't like like it was kind of thing where the movie ended and it was like they go through all the people and how much money they made. And they get to her. And it's like nothing. And I'm like, I don't know why we even told her story here, because that's kind of depressing, I guess. But um, it's not bad. Like, it's well done. I'd say the only thing you you maybe have to get over the hump uh, on in this movie is if you don't care for Pete Davidson. He's kind of insufferable oh, well. um, in his very brief role. But what I do like about the movie is the hedge fund people are all played by like perfectly picked. You have Seth Rogen, who's like perfectly picked to play a hedge fund piece of garbage. Our favorite Wilson Fisk, Vincent D'Afrino is one. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, they have all these great actors they pick to play these like just horrible hedge fund people. My favorite, uh, our buddy that played Ron Swanson, he's he's like from the biggest one. Yeah, that has like the most <laughs> money. So when when uh, when Seth Rogen is the person that starts losing all their money when they're holding the line, he has to call Nick Offerman and be like, I need money. <laughs> It's pretty good. Um, it's not bad. Like I enjoyed it for what it was. One of the storylines that's kind of interesting is one of they do a thing where they have uh, a guy that works at a GameStop uh-huh. that gets in on it. Like they kind of go through everything. But then what's weird about it is they make a circle of life joke in this movie. Okay, and I was, I was surprised because I was yeah. asking for like obviously it's a movie about GameStop. Yeah, like, how much GameStop shit is in it? That's it. That is it. That's it. <laughs> that is the, that is literally it. Is he works at a GameStop? His boss is a dickhead, and like at the GameStop. very end of the movie, when he has a bunch of money, the guy comes out, and the joke is, he goes, "All right, I really need you to start paying attention to the circle of life," and he like literally holds up the sign with the circle of life. That's stuff. A weird. That's weird though, because like it's that's very weird. Not really that like obviously we haven't worked there in a while, but like I feel like that imagery d- was gone before we left. And it, granted, this card. is all during COVID. Yeah, we had so. the little card, but we didn't like. And that's the scene where this guy kind of tells him to fuck off because he's made all this yeah. money. So, but it was a weird thing when he held. I'm like, I is that just need, like, like, is that just like that? We need a we need a GameStop joke in here. What what have you I seen online like it, about what GameStop? Like I feel yeah. like when they sat down to write this movie, they didn't somebody ask was like, "Well, we, who worked at a GameStop? We, what it's like?" No, but I also feel like they were like, "We have to get, we have to have somebody that works at a GameStop." Right? Yeah, I mean, clearly. So, but you think they could? It's also just, a mall GameStop. Oh, well, then that's completely <laughs> different. That Circle of too. Life means nothing. Because that was the first thing that I questioned was like, okay, I'm seeing two people work the same exact shift in a mall yeah, GameStop during COVID. Yeah. No, 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 man. Like, nah. But uh, overall, it's 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 very enjoyable. So, like, I I, I think I gave it an eight out. Maybe of Maybe I'll watch it just because there isn't a it's lot of GameStop watching. stuff in it. 
<laughs> it is. It's way more about Paul Dano's character, uh, whose whose online handle is Roaring Kitty, which I thought was funny, um, and and his struggles and and what he's found out because like the dude is a fucking genius when it comes to stock stuff in a way that these hedge fund people are not. So it's it's worth watching. Like, and I I went into it as well with kind of the ground of like, how much are they going to fuck around with like GameStop well, stuff? And it's it, really because not. it's the kind of thing yeah. I, I worried about it because it's the kind of thing where when you're a fan of something or you know something, and then they make a TV show or a movie about it, and then they do like a scene in a GameStop or a scene on on something where you know about it, and it's never quite right, and you're just like it's it's, it's a, that one scene. It's annoying it's, because like. That's not how this thing would ha- like. I love okay. Whenever I watch like sports movies or whatever, particular particularly like baseball movies, and they and they show like gameplay or they show like the lineups and stuff. It's like none of this makes sense. Like that's not how it would actually happen. So I was worried about yeah. that with a GameStop yeah. movie where they would have like a full scene in a store where they're like, "Haha, look at these pre-orders I got." And be like, no, this isn't what it's like to work in a GameStop. Like, yeah, you should call someone who knows what it is. Yeah, and like so you I get, get that it's a movie, and they have to dramatize it and make make the joke and and whatever. But, you maybe yeah. get two scenes total that are set in that game style. Funny. But that was instantly the first thing I thought of when they had. I was like, okay, it's a mall game stop. Okay, two people working the same shift during COVID. No, no, <laughs> we already got that wrong. So, uh, but yeah, overall, I, I gave it an eight out of ten. I thought it, it, it was better than I went into it expecting. That was the movie I watched Thanksgiving night. So, but I, yeah, nice. I've not watched Oppenheimer yet, uh, or some of these other ones. Hopefully, this next week. So, I'll kick it over to you, Matt, though, because you have a couple things you've watched. Yeah. So, just because I know me and Dan talk about them, um, I watched the new Jackie Chan movie, Right On. Okay. Uh, it's about him and his relationship with a horse that he like adopted when you know he the horse was first born and him and the horse are essentially like stunt men okay. Okay. in China. Yeah. Um, and so it actually was a lot better than I thought it was. I thought it was going to be kind of like that buddy cop thing where like you're, you know, they're just kind of playing off the horse and him or just sure, doing right. a lot of like animal type things. But it actually kind of feels like a homage to him as a stunt man. Okay. Kind of like, like his life and his career kind of a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So essentially the storyline is him and this horse are stunt people in China. Um, the company they work for goes bankrupt. Okay. And another bigger company is purchasing this movie company. And the horse is part of the movie company. Okay. So essentially they're trying to break the team up. Um. But, like, a little ways into the movie, you find out that Jackie has a daughter, and he's kind of, like, negated her her entire life. Okay, so that's kind of okay. real if it's his son, but yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> legit. It's kind of real if you know the real story if you know his personal happened. life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, it's actually a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. And they show a – there's one part where, like, it's pretty it's pretty touching where him and his daughter are like sitting and they're watching a TV together. Okay. And it's literally stunts that went wrong. <laughs> it's clip after clip and she's just like why do you do it? And then essentially he's just breaking down. Like it's it's actually a pretty good movie. Okay. Um 
so there there aren't like a lot of lot of action scenes in it, but the action scenes that they do have and the ones that the horse participates in, it's actually very well choreographed. That's like cool. It's actually it's it's pretty sweet. Um, glad I got it. Uh, so I I've enjoyed that. Um, I did sacrifice my eyes because you guys asked me to. And <laughs> we talk I a lot tackled... about like people have to take bullets for the other people, and this was your, yeah, this yeah, was I, yours. This was I your bullet for you guys. So I watched Good Burger too. Boy, um, it should so they? Did you like should the they have Good made, Burger? Should they have made Good Burger too? Let's ask I that. think that's the better question. No point. Yeah, there's no. There really essentially was no point behind making okay. a Good Burger too, except for nostalgia. I will purposes. tell you. I will tell you this. I have seen Good Burger the original one time when it came out in what ninety seven. Sure, I think. Okay, yeah, I think so. It is an ongoing joke in my family because my mom had to take me to see it. And my da- and my mom will rem- re- remind my dad all the time, even to this day. I had to sit through Good Burger, so <laughs> so um, I don't remember like much of the movie. Like I, everything I remember about Good Burger is like the skit from all that, which I feel yeah. like that movie was just an hour and a half of that. But I remember virtually nothing about that movie. So when this got announced, I'm like, I mean, yeah, sure. It's been what, 25 years, but essentially, yeah. um, what is it, like, in, what's going on in Good Burger 2? <laughs> Let's put it that way. What is so, the setup? So the setup is Dax, who is Keenan's character. Okay. Uh, if you watched Good Burger One, he's the scheming guy. You yeah, know, like he's trying to get get rich quick schemes. That's all he wants to do. Essentially, he's been doing that for like the past 15, 20 years. He's hasn't been successful in anything. Um, he gets down on his luck, so he has to move back to the town where Good Burger is. Okay. Uh, Ed takes him back, you know, he's Ed's best friend. Yeah. So they they pretty much it, it it's essentially the same original plot of Good Burger One just brought back <laughs> 20 years ago. Okay. Okay. Like there's really no difference between Good Burger One and Good Burger Two. Okay. To the point where the villain in Good Burger 2 is doing the exact same, same thing as Good Burger 1, as Good Burger 1 awesome. because she is the sister oh, of the villain wow. from Good Burger 1. Love it. That's essentially the biggest plot twist in this entire film. Okay. Um, <laughs> they get people like Mark Cuban is in it. Okay. Um, so like Rob Gronkowski's in it. Rob Gronkowski is in it. Young Gravy is Al in Roker. it. Uh, yeah, Rokers. Like they, they have some like decent names, kind of like just making little cameos. Sure, but it's it's really Good Burger One. Just twenty five years later, and we're all old. To Good Burger Two, like the the the. So there's a joke in Good Burger Two that references back to Good Burger One. Okay, where. The guy, and I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he gets locked in the freezer in Good Burger One. Sure. And Kel, or Ed forgets yeah. about him. Okay. He's like, oh my God, dude, I broke the handle, but I'll be back. Yeah. And never goes back. Okay. So him and Dax are in the freezer talking about, like, Dax is trying to get him to go in on a scheme. Yeah, sure. 
And then he's like, what's this? And he's like, oh, that's the other freezer. And he's like, this handle just slides back on. And he's like, oh, I never knew. And they open the door, and old boy is still in the freezer. They dethaw him. I love this. And he just, okay. he just wakes back up. He's like, oh, God, amazing. how long have I been there? And they're like, oh, I've been there for like 20 years. And he's like, oh, I'm man, actually I'm going to go home. Yeah, it's, it's – <laughs> okay. so, it's essentially if you enjoyed Good Burger One, I mean, you will you will enjoy I Good think, Burger Two just for like the nostalgic feeling. Of okay, it. but it's not a good movie. I think um, as a kid, <laughs> I always liked the Keenan and Kel show better. Well, I mean, I oh, think that yeah. thing yeah. is like the Good Burger thing was a skit from all that, which you know, yeah. and then they had their own show, which was funny and. And all yeah. that, and like I still like Keenan to this day. Like he's still very he's funny, still very funny. But yeah, yeah. I just like I don't know that we live in a world where I think I feel like it's just paramount. Like we've got some old properties. Who can we get to do stuff? And somebody's yeah. like, we can write a good burger tune about. Well, Paramount minutes. has all the Nickelodeon stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, and I'm sure there was a pitch and like, what's Keenan Thompson they, somebody doing? Print I don't on, think he's even on SNL somebody, anymore. No, so. he, is. he still is. He still is. Um, okay. He's the longest running cast member ever, I think. Now, um, <laughs> but somebody printed out an Excel sheet of all the properties they own, and then they pass it around a table, and everybody and they yeah. told them like, you each have ten of these, and you got to come up with a pitch for something. And some guy whipped out tell you, Good Burger 2 in 30 minutes. In Good Burger 2 that does reference to Keenan and Cal show. That's good. Okay. I'm sure. Because like one, of, soda? one yeah. of them is like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Soda. One of the, one of Ed's kids, Ed's got kids in this point. Love it. He's like, oh my God, I love orange soda. And they're like, love is it. it true? Oh Lord. And I was like, okay, okay that's cool. All I right. Maybe, that. maybe, maybe I will, maybe I will watch it. <laughs> I want to see this freezer thing because that just seems it's not insane, well, and it's not like I said, it's not a, it's not horrible because I enjoyed the first Good Burger. I thought it was kind of funny, and so like I watched it and I was just kind of like, okay, that's kind of funny. All right, yeah, giggle, giggle. But like realistically, if you didn't watch the first one and you don't <laughs> like that kind of humor, just stay away from it. It's not your thing. All right. Well, that we can we can dive into emails here, um, but yeah, the next I'll watch one of these movies I've been sitting on forever. <laughs> I need to, I need to. So uh, let's go ahead and dive right in. Though we got Brian from South Bend, Indiana. You're gonna enjoy this one. Um, hi guys, this question is mostly for Kyle, but given your past history with your opinions on Last of Us Part Two, I was curious if you heard recently Colin Moriarty, you know who Colin Moriarty is, over at Sacred Symbols referred to it as the greatest game of all time. I know the podcast is PlayStation centric, but it seems like a wild stance. For the risk of opening the can of worms for your co-host, do you have any thoughts on this? So, I full disclosure, I do occasionally watch sacred symbols um i actually like the podcast i'm not a huge playstation person but i like to see other perspectives um when i saw this email come through i had to go check this out i read it it was like there's no fucking way this dude said this i know he did and it's it's the way it's said is like very offhanded so what it is is somebody wrote into their podcast and was like what's your opinion on the last of us two remastered since they're making this remaster, because right. there are a lot of people that are upset about it because you can already play that game at 60. Unnecessary. Yes. Uh, it's unnecessary. But the, the actual quote from him is, is simply put, I don't see a problem with more ways to play the greatest game of all time. 
Mm. Which one hell of a no, stretch, man. Like it's that one hell of a sentence <laughs> where I just it, it, I, I watched it, it broke my brain for a little while because you know my opinion is very different. I mean, again, I, everybody has their own opinions sure. on everything, but like but to say that is the greatest game. Of all I think time. we're we're all of a certain age and he and he is too. I just I think yeah. from our from our perspective I think it's very hard for me to say that the greatest game of all time is a game that has come out within the past couple of years. I, I think that's too. a huge statement to make because as someone like him who his literal job is to play stuff, review stuff, mm-hmm. write articles about stuff, investigate mm-hmm. stuff, all this other kind of mm-hmm. stuff. You've seen decades and decades of video games and the greatest game you've ever played came out <laughs> three years ago, two years ago. It's like even like, even today, what, five, six years from it, like I still have a hard time. Like if you were to sit me down to make a top ten list of or top five list of Zelda games, I would have a hard time putting Breath of the Wild on that list because of how new it is compared to everything else. I just like if even I know I can recognize it is one of the best Zelda games ever sure, made. But like if I'm going top five or top ten games. Yeah, it's difficult for me to pick anything this generation, and maybe and you know, nostalgia is a, a huge factor, obviously. But like, yeah, of course. And, but it just seems like like picking Last of Us Two is because it, it's technically a great game, and and it's Neil Druckmann's a visionary, and like you feel like you have to, and all that kind of stuff. And also, like obviously, like his job is to tell everyone how great PlayStation is. Like that's what he does for a living. I yeah, just, it's just yeah. To say that, I, I mean, even the other two people that are on the podcast with him, which I can tell, do not share the same opinion about that game. Like, it's just it's a, it's a wild stance where man, I just I, I watched that was just like oh, so close, many close games. to a thousand games minimum yeah. in his lifetime, and that's number one. It's crazy. That's yeah. weird. That's number one. <laughs> So I don't know. I I laughed at it, but when I saw the email come through, I'm like, I have to go look this up because like I can't I can't believe that that's actually something that was said. But it clear as day is there. So um, yeah, I'm not going to get any deeper into it because we I have gone at length on this podcast on my channel. My thoughts on the I'm last at a point now where I'm just going to have to so. fucking play this game, aren't I? Oh my god. <laughs> we I told. Again, and we talked about it earlier, a uh, friend of the show, Ross, I told him about this after I watched it. And then we went down the path about story wise, how that's not even possible. Like, and I, I, I didn't even think about certain story beats of that game. But like, again, when you get to the end of the game, the whole point of that game is it's a revenge story. Right. And you get to the end. And she decides, no, I'm not going to go through with this after you've just well, murdered 300 fucking people. At, like even her girlfriend. The girl that she's with, she goes back home at the end of that game. That girl has left her because of her decision to go kill all these fucking people. I, Nothing made – there was no well, point for her to do what like, I love, <laughs> I love the first game. Like I think the it's first an game amazing is a phenomenal game, game until amazing the game. last scene. Like I, 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 yeah. him going ape shit and like because his daughter died how many years ago is ridiculous. Like <laughs> – it, like I, I understand. I understand the fact that you don't want her to die because it could, even though it could save everyone. Well, I, I get and, it, but it's and not- that's my point here. If if you have a problem with the end of that game being just that little part of that guy going ape shit, right. part two is 
an entire right. game well, that's the about thing, though. one person going ape shit. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I had a problem with the end of that game because the justification beyond of him doing it wasn't even Ellie. It was his dead kid. Yeah. Like that. It wasn't yeah. about the, the relationship before. Like on some level it was, sure. But it sure. was still always because like he couldn't see past her being his dead daughter. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I get it. Like I under I, as a parent, I understand. But it just it seemed wildly out of character. Like there was a there was a, a scenario where he did not have to kill all of these doctors for that no. to end with her not dying. Exactly. But it's just so like if that's the vision and then and the last of us two just says fuck it and goes deeper. Like how it how is much. how story wise is this the greatest game of all time? And that's my problem yeah. with it. It's like, again, if you want to look at it from like technically, it's one of, in terms of like technicals, graphics, like one of the best ever made for sure. But story is it's just so insanely lackluster. Just the decisions and stuff that are that were made in putting that story together. Like, don't don't put a revenge story together to then at the end of it go. Now, nah, we're just not going to do that now because she's learned totally- to forgive. No, I mean, that not after the, you that, killed 300 people. <laughs> that's like, the only thing about that <laughs> that game that I don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I I know you didn't like it, but I enjoyed The Last of Us 2. I thought it was, a, I thought I enjoyed my time with it, but the ending was one of those ones where I did hit the end and I was like, what the fuck did I, what, what, what or, if, I or if that's the story you're trying to tell, and like, obviously it's Neil's vision, so this would never happen, but like, of course, <laughs> make it a choice. Make there be yeah. two endings. Yeah. Do you want to do I, it or I can not? Agree with that. And then the whenever three comes ever out, doing that, but yeah. the, no, but the thing is, is like when three comes out, and like other games have done this, you just say like whatever you chose was fine for the last one, but this is the canonical ending, and you yeah. just like yeah. too bad that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, it, I, I hate when games forget about the fact that you're a mass murderer until the last couple minutes look at every and it's it's like look at every uncharted right up game. into that point look at every uncharted game li- well he kills small cracking jokes he kills small countries <laughs> but he's cracking jokes the entire right, time but it's, it's fun okay. and we did it at the end we killed 400 natives and we did it <laughs> like what they forget about but that but yeah and i i, I mean there are parts of last of us 2 that i enjoyed i i enjoyed the, the the stealth aspects of like taking somebody out and then they're calling out to that person when you take them yeah. out like where is so and so like there are parts of that game that are excellent like that but again and that's the point is like it is literally up until the last moment of that game yeah that you are killing people until you get to that until you get to abby or whatever and then you fight her like you've just you're killing people and so and that last place. like that last like <laughs> area you probably kill at least 50 people there alone like in that like house thing before you get to the beach or whatever like you kill a shit ton of people that's where it's just mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it's just this like 180 churn of like we're fighting each other in this fucking water and then it's like ah, i'm not gonna do it anymore like what the fuck are we doing so yeah. um yeah we're done we can be done yeah. talking about all right uh dane from redacted Howdy, guys. I wrote in last week about working solo by Friday shift. I wanted to reach out and let you all know it was a joke. (laughs) I was worried for nothing. I didn't see a single customer until 930 a.m. This was the single worst Black Friday we've ever had at GameStop. Um, I'm gonna feel any better. I'm gonna fire through the next couple because they're all GameStop Black Friday ones, so we can discuss. 
Um, let's see here. Vince from Redacted. Hey, gents. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to read my email last week. My SGA and I decided to not walk out, and instead we talked it over with our manager, and we both put in our two weeks. Glad you guys talked me down from the ledge because it was a much better route to go. It's easy to get fired up when you see articles of other people walking out, yet it would only have hurt us in the long run. Thanks again. Um, and then finally here, Gary from Redacted. Howdy, dudes. Just answering the call put out in the last episode about Black Friday at GameStop. It was a joke. Lowest sales I've seen out of any Black Friday I've worked at GameStop. We had periods of midday that were just dead, and my store is in a fairly busy shopping center. We have a Target next to my store, and I walked down on my lunch. They were just as dead as an entire store. Black Friday for retail stores, dead folks. It's all online now. Yeah. So, there's, which there's, I, I actually saw. There's videos. one. There's one more. Go down and read that. There's one more. Yeah, there's okay. one more. Yeah, there is at yeah. the very end. Okay. Uh, this also comes from Chris from Redacted. Hey guys, I wanted to reach out regarding Black Friday at GameStop. It was dead. <laughs> I've been in SL for five years, and while I've never experienced a Black Friday as bad as the late 2000s at GameStop, I've watched it die more and more each year. I think we can officially now say it's dead in a retail sense. I was busier on both Wednesday before Thanksgiving and the following day than I was on Black Friday. I ended up cutting the extra help we had hired from Friday and moved them to Saturday. We had a point midday where I did not see anyone for three hours. This is truly not what it is anymore. I wanted to thank your podcast. I'm working on getting out, but I wasn't quite able to get out before Black Friday. I imagine with how bad it was, this week is going to be a meltdown at corporate. Thank you for reading my email. Okay. So, yeah. It's, so there's a lot to unpack from, like, Black Friday stuff. But I think <laughs> for the most part, I think us and, like, GameStop employees and obviously these guys – is yeah. this really that surprising that it was dead? No. Like, no. I think we touched on it a little bit last time, but like, even like from a personal standpoint, I know you did it too, and Matt, you did it too. Like, looking at Black Friday sales, nothing, sure, nothing was good. Uh, Black Friday sales also started the first week of November at most places. They did, yeah, they super uh, did. And really, from that point to Black Friday, nothing dropped in price from those no. prices to Friday. And now, you know, there was that big viral thing going around with that chick at a Target taking little signs out like, oh, look, this isn't any different in prices. I wanted to scream at all the people who were like, I can't believe they do that. Like, have you never worked retail? This isn't a secret. No, this it's is not. how it's always been for decades. For years, decades. You think yeah. you think getting Madden for $30 on Black Friday is a steal? It's probably been $30 two times before this. Absolutely. Like there's Black Friday's not a secret a secret deal. The whole point about Black no. Friday was there's doorbusters that Best Buy's got five of. Let me let me put out yep. a good one right now. Yeah. The, the I sent you it this morning. The oh, Xbox yeah. deal that's going on and like we're past Black Friday and, and Cyber Monday and everything. There is now a, an Xbox Series X deal where you can buy the Diablo bundle for three fifty. Right. An Jeez. Xbox Series X far cheaper than anything you could everywhere. have got in the entire month of November. And now it's exactly. on sale in December. Like <laughs> Black Friday sales are as someone it's, who worked retail for forever. It's not not what it was. They're not a thing anymore, and they barely were when we were there. It was it was. Uh, there were a couple good years where it'd be like stuff would be like twenty bucks. You'd be like, hell yeah, I'll pick it up for twenty bucks. Yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. But that doesn't even feel like a thing anymore either. No, I, I can't tell you one Best Buy, Target, like GameStop ad I looked at where there was something that was like so dirt cheap. I was like, that's a steal. There was not one. 
my there's better my deals two, on the PlayStation uh, digital store than there are two, to buy physical games. My two Black Friday games this year I bought both from Amazon because that's where they were the cheapest were uh, Midnight Suns for 20. Right. And uh, Dying Light 2 for 20. Two, two games that are almost a year old each. Yeah, and they were at least five to ten dollars more at GameStop. Right. Well, and that's the thing on Black Friday. We used exactly. to we used to argue at a GameStop. Like GameStop was never the best place to get deals. No, because the point was no, we all. weren't trying to get you in for that. We were trying to sell you shit because that's the whole model of that company. It is. You were to come in and buy, do the buy to get one, or buy the used three sixties we have, which, which half of them are shit. That was also, I'm pretty sure, was always the biggest buy to get one used sale of the year. Yeah, it was always Black Friday. I, absolutely, weekend. and we would always we would sell used consoles like crazy. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times they would do like free. Remember, they would do free warranties and stuff. It was pretty easy yeah. to sell that stuff. Yeah, um, it we was. would never have enough controllers, all that kind of stuff. That was the money no. maker. And of course, we would sell out of whatever like the bonus thing was that we had five or ten of. Those would go, um, all that kind of shit. But it's just like. It's, it's not not what it was sales anymore. Like no, by no. the time we left, it wasn't. I remember the the last big deal. The last big day I had working at that GameStop was Black Friday, which was when I was told we were going to close. And even that one wasn't busy. And that was five, what shit seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah, I uh, I, I saw a couple videos of people doing walkthroughs at different retail stores on YouTube over the weekend mm-hmm. for Black Friday. My favorite one was I saw some guy just riding a little uh, kid's trike around a Target. Just there's nobody but employees. <laughs> yeah. And this is like he literally shows on his phone. He's like, this is like seven o'clock in the morning. Well, the other thing, too, is there's like nobody here. I think Black Friday, <laughs> Black Friday, is a, it, it was always kind of a weird day anyway, because most regular people still work Black Friday. I worked Black Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's a national holiday. Yeah, it's for me, it's only been the last since 2020 now that I have not worked on Black Friday. But like, so I went into so I went into Target on Saturday and it was busy, but they still had everything that was Black Friday sale was still there. It wasn't like they ran out of anything. Although I will say I went to Target a couple days ago and the PS, the PlayStation game section had five games in it. Oh, wow. And I'm talking like, you know, they have those like weird, like plastic things with a pole thing. Empty, yep, empty, yep. empty, 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 everything was fucking empty. There were some Final wow. Fantasy 16, some Madden's, <laughs> something else, like a couple other things, but I counted like five in that entire That's room. That's wow. weird. Strange, weird. Very crazy. weird. But very weird. Um, but like all the toys and stuff, they had them. All the, t- the TVs <laughs> were still out in the aisles. Like none of it was a sale. These aren't sales. I laughed at it. It's like, didn't see anybody until 930. Yeah, man, there's it's because there isn't a sale. Like what would what were no. people coming to get? Did you have remember we used to get like PS3 that was like GameStop only. And it came with like a couple extra games or whatever. They yeah. keep telling me GameStop couldn't have been like buy a PS5 and get Madden and whatever for free. Yeah, like this thing, they don't even have to have it as a official no. bundle. Like they could make that bundle themselves. Yeah. And so. like there there's <laughs> I was it's weird. I was talking to a friend of mine about it. It's like GameStop should have in in the in the prime days before Chewy, they never they never should have lost Black Friday. It should have never been no. even an argument. It should have been we sell video games, that's what we're gonna do. Best we should got be it, number one. Best Buy's got it for yeah. twenty, we sell it for twenty, period. Mm-hmm. If we don't beat it, we'll match it. Period. But remember price match yeah. was always a bitch and it wasn't really a thing for a really long time. No. 
but they should never have allowed themselves to lose on Black Friday. Agreed. For a for a Agreed. specialty retailer to allow a place <laughs> that sells phones and fucking fridges and Mac computers yeah. and like you know stereos to let them beat you because they're it's, a quote unquote insane. bigger company is absurd. <laughs> they just didn't care. They didn't want. They didn't no. want to do it. And no. look at it now. Like how many more Black Fridays this company have? Like shit's shit's coming, do, man. Do we have another one? Shit's coming. I saw I saw a thing on reddit where somebody learned that their store was closing because a news article said that the store was being bulldozed oh that's oh, fucking to be bad. replaced by wow. something else Jesus. that's how they learned about wow it. but that's Holy not shit. but that's not a secret that's how some people find out some people find out from their landlords hey your company didn't, didn't renew the lease you guys are going to be gone in a month didn't you tell me that somebody had uncovered that there wasn't going to be a um conference next year uh, basically from what i've seen and uh, like from what i've un- you know kind of investigated quote unquote uh-huh. is those people who ran that thing are fired like they're gone oh okay. that's more Damn. that's more payroll you can cut that's more okay. stuff and you know the, you know the big the big uh you know we'll say rumor slash truth slash lie is that sony <laughs> and microsoft and nintendo pay for that they pay for some of no. it not sure, the they thing. pay for some of it. You think they're do you think they're paying to fly every manager out and no. have them stay at a hotel in yeah. Vegas for four days? No, fuck no you. That's not true. No, but you know that's just more money that GameStop doesn't have to spend. Remember the the trick now is cut everything you can, cut it all, because so. if the stores fail, the corporate wins. Yeah. Well, then it just becomes the online retailer. It becomes an extension of whoever. Look what happened to Toys R Us, man. It fucking bottomed out. It fucking bottomed (laughs) out, but now there's Toys R Us sections in Macy's. Yeah. You think, you think, not that Best Buy is in a good position. Yeah. uh, Or or that they care, but wouldn't it, couldn't it almost make sense that like the GameStop is like a section in a Best Buy? This is where games like are. five years from now, yeah. it's like a nostalgic thing. Yeah, yeah I could see it. Game crazy, was, see it. game crazy was a Hollywood video thing. Yeah, I could see Blockbuster had their own thing. Maybe Target does it. I don't know, but like GameStop could become a part of something. But else. like one of those retail, like Walmart or Target or Best Buy, like one of them could do it. Yeah, for Second sure. City. Yes, <laughs> by the name, by the branding, um, and the website just goes directly to I them. See it? I could see that. That's a stretch, but it would be funny if it happened. It would be funny. Uh, next email is actually a game recommendation. I should have read it earlier, but that's okay. Uh, Ray from Uniondale, New York says, hey, guys, I got a game recommendation for you. This new RoboCop game. Mm-hmm. I hesitated that <laughs> that a game based on an almost 40-year-old property, but hey, you know what? It's been extremely great. This game really feels like a true love letter to the original movie, even complete with Peter Weller's voice as RoboCop. Highly recommended. I should. I don't think I pointed out. So it is. They actually did get Peter Weller back to voice RoboCop completely through this game. However, um, other people from that movie, like Nancy Allen and stuff, they did not return. So I'm not surprised. By so that. I looked into that. But getting Peter Weller to do it is is a pretty big deal. Pretty good, man. So where they could have just kind of stitched clips of him from the movie or something, but to get him to actually sit down and do it when, I mean, it's not like he's going to get in a RoboCop suit today. So well, <laughs> make another movie. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I've been in really enjoying my time with it. It's something I want to uh, play now just that I hear that it's good. So that's like an easy thing to like wish list, And then eventually digitally it'll be 20 bucks or for something. For sure. Uh, 
Casey from Red Creek, West Virginia. Hey, guys, love when you talk movie reviews. I was curious, are there any movies you've seen in the past that later on you've completely changed your opinion on? Like maybe you saw it for the first time and hated it, but years later you now like it. Thanks. Oh, yeah. I can name one right off the top of my head, and it is and it'll probably surprise you. Uh, 2007's Trick or Treat. You don't like that movie? I did. I did not like it when I first. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. And that now seems like something it is love. a Halloween staple. Yeah, the first time you I saw it for whatever reason, shit. I do. But the first time I saw it for whatever reason, I just I don't know. It didn't click with me. And then years later, I was like, I should give that another try for whatever reason. And now it's become a Halloween staple. But the first time I watched it, right when it came out, for whatever reason, I just didn't click with me. <laughs> Um, that's, that's what I can think of, like, right off the top of my head. Um, any have, of any of you guys. So, got? like, I, I, there's a couple, like, MCU ones where I have flipped <laughs> long after the fact. Like, I, I remember, I, this is gonna, this is embarrassing. I remember I liked Thor 2 when it came out. And then okay. you watch it now and you're like, fuck that, bad, that movie's bad, yeah. bad, bad, bad. And I hated Iron Man 2 when it came out. And I actually think Iron Man 2 is actually not that bad. I think I hated yeah, it. I, I think I hated it at the time because they were changing a lot of stuff. I'm like, they had to recast sure. somebody yeah. and whiplash is a weird, like kind of crimson dynamo, but not really. And then crimson dynamo exists later, but it's like, I, I just was like so mixed on it after Iron Man one being so good. But when you, when I've rewatched like, you know, the Avengers, then you got to Iron times, Man three <laughs> and then I seen Iron Man three and you go, you know what, man, Iron Man two, pretty good. Ain't so bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's those are a couple where like I've definitely flipped on. Another one I hated too. And this is weird because it's like a Disney movie. Is obviously I have kids, so I've seen a ton of them. Um, I hated Frozen. I no, hated, I'm no, Frozen. I actually don't mind. Um, I hated Moana when I first saw it. I thought it was dumb. Really? I thought it the was rock, dumb. The, okay. I hated the music. I compl- okay. I used to complain about it all the times like the music is annoying because it's just they're just singing what's happening. Like they're literally okay. just like. It's like they're talking, singing at the same time. But yeah. as I've watched it over and over again, it's actually probably one of my favorite ones. Okay. And it's just a weird one where I remember really fucking hating it when I first watched it. Okay. Time. And now it's like, if I have to watch one, that's an okay one to watch. Okay. Interesting. What about you, Matt? Um, Monster Squad from 1987. Okay. That movie, when I was a kid, was the bomb. I enjoyed it so much. Rewatched it. Never will watch it again. You don't care for it, it today. It is. Just, there's like no story. There's like nothing there. It's like an hour of just fucking monsters popping out, and then there's like an an epic fight scene at, at the end. It's yeah. a shit movie. It really God. is. Like, I mean, it's, I, I re- it was a kids I movie. It to... and I was just like, what the fuck. Like, why did I like this? If we it was a, it was it was a so movie sad. at that time to get kids excited about Universal monsters yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. Go back to like well, kids. I love movies I liked as a kid to movies now. Like that. That's a long list of stuff. Like Temple oh, of Doom. God, Temple of Doom used to be my favorite Indiana Jones movie. That was a mistake. I can tell you today, and this will kind of surprise. I don't. I don't hate it. I'll say this. I'll preface by saying I don't hate this movie, but I find it hard to watch today. And it is a movie I've seen a million times. And that is Billy Madison. Oh, well, mm-hmm. not- I loved it. Oh, like years and years watched that movie, but watching it today, it's just, I don't know. There's something about like, like I could watch happy Gilmore any day of the week. And I will still laugh my head, like my ass off. At that a movie. lot of his but movies don't, Billy Madison, I don't think that's it just hold up doesn't well. hold up to me today. 
even when like we I see like the driving over by us every year we'll do the you know Billy Madison Happy Gilmore sure. weekend it's like I can't and I think we did that one year and that was when I kind of had the realization finally of like I think I have outgrown Billy Madison yeah. <laughs> whereas like again a lot of his other movies like I can still like I almost once a week fucking Grown Ups 2 comes up on the TV oh, here well. and I still laugh at that but Grown Ups 2 is more of a shock of like they made a movie that has no plot but I think God, it's fucking yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so the Jake Isles bands in that movie. Well, that movie's a like, lot. there's a lot going on. Insane. Insane. Shaq killed a man by throwing him over a house. He murdered. A, he was a cop and he murdered <laughs> he that man. He threw that yeah. man over a fucking two story house. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, next email we have speaking of movie stuff comes from Devin from Comstock Township, Michigan. <laughs> Howdy, dudes. I was curious with it now being the holiday season. What movies, if any, do you watch annually? Um, So timely that this is happening. We're actually not going to do this now because it's going to be shitty weather. But the drive-in by me is doing the holiday weekend of Krampus and Gremlins. We're just going to watch them at my house tomorrow. Uh, We watch ever since Krampus has come out. We watch that every year. I I love Krampus. I'm and I love Gremlins, so oh, I, I watch Gremlins. that every Christmas yeah. as well. My go-to Christmas movie will always be uh, a Christmas Story or Ralphie. Mm-hmm. I did watch the new one they did of it last year. It was fine. I don't think I'll ever watch that sequel again. Yeah. Like it was okay, but it doesn't hold a candle to the original. My my that'll always be yeah. my Christmas. My movie. main ones are um, and it's good because my son's getting into them too. So I love Home Alone and One and Two. Like, yeah. I just love yeah. those movies. They're dumb as hell, and the more you watch them as an adult, yeah. you're just like, holy shit, this is weird. But uh, especially two now, where like my favorite thing is like him running into Donald Trump in that hotel. It's over there. I remember going <laughs> to the theater to see both of yeah. those. Which um, is crazy. But yeah, my son is very into Home Alone now, so it's, okay. it's kind of fun because he great, wants to it's watch. It's a good one. He, uh, the only thing yeah. is, is he will watch like three and four, and I tell him like I can't watch those. Ooh, Man, those are bad. I can't watch anything. The after new one, two. the new yeah, one's yeah. pretty bad too. Um, yeah, but at least that one is like tied into one and two, like that is yeah. the same universe kind of thing. But yeah, uh, yeah like I, I will watch those, and then Christmas Vacation, if it's on TV, I'll generally stop and just watch it for 20 yeah, minutes or 30 fair. minutes he's getting into that fair. too okay <laughs> which is he's a little young for that but eh, it's eh. A, i watched it when i was little too so who cares i was yeah i was watching that when i was a yeah. kid so yeah. what about you matt <laughs> nothing for the holidays maybe the nightmare before christmas okay uh my wife has to watch l oh okay yeah, okay but I have told her before that I don't really care for that movie. Um, nothing against Will Ferrell or anybody in it. Like, I think it good... was fine when it came out, but I never gravitated towards it being something I want to watch. Every I like year. that movie a lot. It's a actually. good Christmas yeah. movie, but it's just like I've watched. Me and her have been together since it, it's been a while, and like she has to religiously watch it. Come like the <laughs> and. Like it's the one movie where she'll put it on and I'll play on my phone the entire time. Yeah. Okay. And then she's like, "Why don't you watch this?" And I'm like, "I just don't think it's funny." Long, like, long time ago at Game Crazy, we had a when the PSP came out and they were doing like UMD movies and stuff. We yeah. had um this little setup behind the counter where it had like a speaker set and we would just put a movie on all day. 
and you know whatever mm-hmm. umds we had available and uh the two that we always kind of had on hand were spider-man 2 because it came with it so it got to a point where i could recite that movie like a line for line for a very <laughs> long time because i would watch it four times a day and elf yeah. was the other one so i would okay. so I, I have both of those movies are like burned into my was, fucking brain but that was like me and uh I, I didn't realize it until it came on the tv in here one day i was working with batman forever oh and i started I looking batman up the forever. tv and then i fucking started repeating lines like i have to turn this off or i'm gonna answer i'm gonna answer a phone call and i'm gonna be reciting lines from batman <laughs> forever there would be times there would be times where i'd be so bored like listening to spider-man 2 like somebody from yeah. hollywood video would come over and i would just be mouthing the lines the whole movie not even like not even that's looking good. at it i'd just be bent on the counter like that's good. mouthing everything um that's good yeah and then eventually it got to a point where like we would uh we jailbroke the one we had and we would just put movies okay. on the stick and we would just watch them after that for a while nice remember we used to do that um, with the xbox interactive if we could find yeah, we ex- did that like when we uh, find ex- well i to do it oh yeah it'd be any movie mm-hmm. or any game property that would have a movie associated like i when that star wars force awakens it would have been came out playing star when wars that awful iron man game came out for ps2 or whatever oh. or 360 or whatever the fuck it was we just got yeah. a copy of the first iron man movie from hollywood video we just played it okay. on tv all day yeah we're just that's trying to get people to pre-order iron man that's why we're doing it that's fantastic no i'm just watching iron man i'll fuck it anymore <laughs> that's good that's good um perks our final email you're gonna like this one it's a good question. Yeah. Grace from Lincoln, Illinois. Hey guys, love the podcast. I have an odd question for you. What's a game franchise for what's a game franchise you can think of that has an unnecessary spin-off that didn't work? For example, something like those bad Mortal Kombat spin-off games like Mythologies, Sub-Zero, and Special Forces. Was curious what you all come up with. Thanks. So the I one mean, that I thought of, an and you're gonna love answer it for me, but yeah. The one that I thought of, and you're going to love it. Yeah. Castlevania Judgment. The Wii one? The fighting yeah. game. Oof. It is so fucking terrible. Yeah, it's bad. I own it. I, I, naturally, I have to own it. I own every, pretty much every Castlevania game now. Um, it is so fucking bad. There's, <laughs> It's a fighting game on the Wii, which is already not great to begin with. But, like, mm. you have characters that are fighting each other that just don't even make sense. Don't even know who each other right. is different time it's, it is yeah awful it is really yeah. awful there's um a quick uh, one that's kind of in the same vein as that is like why does it is this exist kind of a thing okay is i love tekken uh, yeah. i will tell you nina williams does not need her own stealth action game oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. which i forgot I about low that. key low-key love that game because it's a shitty like stealth action whatever yeah and i actually yeah. have it i think i still have a sealed copy of it somewhere great um that oh. game does not need to exist no anyway no um that's a good like deep pull i mean the obvious answer to this is there are far too many final fantasy spinoff games that do not need to exist <laughs> like there are a lot um every now X2. and then every now and then there's there's a, a banger but it's uh like the dissidia games really don't need to exist uh the chocobo dungeon games really don't need to exist uh they did that like uh, the Crystal Chronicles, not the I like Crystal Chronicles, but when they started spinning that off to like yeah. Echoes mm-hmm. of Time and Ring of Fates. And then there's it's like it's just like, oh, God damn, dude. Like they just if they could think of a reason to make a game, they would do it. They, Final Fantasy Explorers, which is like a weird Monster <laughs> Hunter ripoff. 
I remember that um, game. Yeah, not yeah. a bad game, but it's a Monster Hunter ripoff, and it's a DS yeah. game. Um, it's just like that. That franchise just goes fucking wild. World of Final Fantasy, a weird chibi ripoff Kingdom Hearts Final isn't, Fantasy. Game. Isn't Crystal Defenders technically a Final Crystal Fantasy? Defenders is a technically. Although that, I love, that's a great game. That's a great game. It's, it's a great fucking game. game. Like I said, every, every <laughs> one, out, one out of ten Final Fantasy spinoffs is good. Uh, okay. The only other one I really, really enjoyed was the sequel to Twelve. Is a DS real time strategy game. Oh Super yeah, fucking weird game, but it's really good. Um, but yeah, I, Death Death by Degrees is probably the deepest pull I could think I of. Where it's like the mention here, the Mortal Kombat Special Forces game. Doesn't it start like Jax or somebody? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Those are I remember those are terrible. And then you know they had the one banger, which we desperately need a sequel to Shaolin Monks. Shaolin Monks. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Of course. The Sub Zero game I remember yeah. playing as a kid. Like I remember a renting it. that first. I rented it, it. <laughs> and just being like, "This is not good. No, it's bad. <laughs> like really bad." Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 obvious answer for me is Castlevania. That's Judgment. great. It's just a horrible fucking. God, game. What about you, Matt? You got anything? Ratatouille for like, Game Boy? No, no, that was fantastic. Game. That's ten out of ten. Game of the That's year. Game of the year. I don't know about you guys. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I, I feel like um, Mega Man. Okay, has Mega a Man has wide some weird... variety of spinoffs yeah. that kind of weren't needed. I did not realize until this most recent Black Friday sale when I was looking at stuff that that is on sale how many of those zero games were made. There are a lot. Yeah. Because there's a collection of those now. But it also got to the point, remember, they were making like uh, zero Star Force 5 blue and red and Joker. And like it's just like, holy shit. How did anybody keep up with those? There's what, six of those Battle Network games? I mean, those are supposed to be good. I've never played one, but... Um, there's six of those. So like Mega Man has a lot of crazy. Yeah. You know, it's another weird, like weird spinoff thing is like, like you would think Power Rangers games would be like fighting games, like, like action adventure games. There's literally a fighting game. Okay. That's that's within reason. Is that the grid one or whatever? Well, that's a newer mm-hmm. one. But then there was Network. also another okay. one. Those are within reason. There's a there's a <laughs> there's a racing game based off of Power Rangers for the Super Nintendo Based Boy. off of, it's called Z, it's Power Rangers Zero Battle Racers. That does not need to exist. No, uh, it doesn't. That was also, yeah, that was just like one of those things where it's like, we got the license. What can we put it on? Power Rangers Racing Game. Uh, okay, sure. I mean, they don't really race a whole lot, but why not? Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we need more weird ass things. Like Resident Evil did that for a lot. Remember? <laughs> I mean, Resident, we talked about them earlier. Guidance, Resident Survivor, Evil did Dead Guidance, Aim. Survivor, yeah. Dead Aim. They did a lot of weird spin-off stuff where it's like this doesn't Dead Aim didn't Sur- exist. Like it- Survivor did not need to exist. Yeah. Was it that is a terrible Bad fucking like video games. Game. Yeah. So I mean there's there's more. Oh, there's shards. Sure. I might but maybe I'll think of some more for next time. But we'll think of some more, yeah, because yeah, like, man, but Caspian Judgment just immediately came to my mind because I remember I remember getting it just more of a joke of like, I have to see this to believe it. You still, like, do you own why it? Why are we making a funny game? Yeah. Okay. You say. I still own it. Even though I do not have a Wii or a Wii U, I kept all my <laughs> Wii and Wii U games. Yeah. So I and I obviously I'm going for every Castlevania game, so I can't get rid of really? that. What? But yeah, Two I have a physical left. copy. Yeah. I'm only missing Dracula X. And the weird, pretty hard to find 
Castlevania Legends, which is the 97 Game Boy Color game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The that's the one after uh, the ad- Sophia Belmont. Those were after yeah. the adventure ones, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's a pretty cool There was game. a handheld Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles basketball game. Get that the fuck sounds, out of here. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm not. I don't know. So, um, I, I was ironically, I was like, "Well, I know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has a like a long standing, but there's got to be something." There's a Looney Tunes basketball game I've played. No, hold on, hold on. Let me. <laughs> this is the year you get Dracula X, Cal. We're going to MGC. You're getting it. You're not leaving without it. Start Look saving for it. Not at all, man. Yeah, I need to find a a real copy of that. If you're gonna find that, away, it's at this place. It would be at that. Yeah, it would. So, but that does it for emails. That does it for the 50th grand episode. We can thank Eric. Eric had to drop uh, a little bit ago. I don't think we ever mentioned that. No, so, it's okay. uh, thank mm-hmm. Eric for coming on, talking about the PlayStation Portal. Uh, the, the, we will have one more episode this year, which will be out in two weeks here. We'll talk about the Game Awards, all the shenanigans Our of game that. of the year stuff. Our Game of the Year Ooh. stuff, as well as we'll talk about GTA 6. We'll have more of an idea of yes. what they show. Um, and then we will be off probably uh, about a month or so for the holiday and we'll return like mid January. So, so, but that is going to do it as always. Send your emails to podcast five seventy two at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. Yes. Thank you very much, everyone. 50 episodes. Appreciate y'all.